I want you to want to put your phone away. I want you to want to have a conversation with the person at the table with you and laugh out loud and a full belly laugh because you're happy. You're listening to Find the Good News, Episode 66, The Universe, featuring Dave Evans. Find the Good News is produced by Parker Brand Creative Services, a branding agency that thinks sideways, pushes forward, and gets your brand up. See what else we do at parkerbrandup.com. Thanks for tuning in to Find the Good News. In this episode, I'm sharing my visit with Southwest Louisiana chef and entrepreneur Dave Evans, owner of Luna Bar and Grill and founder of Chuck Fest. Luna and Chuck Fest are mainstays in Southwest Louisiana, and a lot of things I've been curious about have finally been quelled. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. Next week, I'll be launching episode 67, the second in our Beacon series, featuring my conversation with Susan Stabile. Susan is an author, spiritual director, and retreat leader that returned to Catholicism after 20 years as a Tibetan Buddhist nun. She wrote one of my favorite books, Growing in Love and Wisdom, Tibetan Buddhist Sources for Christian Meditation. I discovered Susan's refreshing work on her podcast, Creo and Dios. I'm thrilled to be able to share this upcoming Beacon episode with you. Find the Good News is a passion for me, and I believe in this mission of sharing the stories of good people doing good works. If you want to help me on this mission, visit patreon.com slash findthegoodnews. For $3.33 a month, you'll continue to enjoy the Good News Signal while helping me find new guests, in turn sending something positive out into the world. You'll get access to the patrons-only podcast called The B-Sides. If you want to meet the rest of the Good News crew, then this Patreon package is for you. That link is patreon.com slash findthegoodnews. I thank you for supporting Good News. Okay, it's time to check the oxygen levels, strap everything down, and test the comms. Ignite the burners, say a quick prayer, get ready for liftoff, and prepare for a zero-G ride through the cosmos. Now, reach out and press play on a little good news. There are people that I've wanted to have on Find the Good News since the first days of the show's inception. For one reason or another, our orbits didn't sync up. Still, I had faith that with enough revolutions, my schedule would sync up with these good people and we'd get to sit within the gravity of the right round table. One of these people was Southwest Louisiana chef, owner of Luna Bar and Grill, and founder of Chuckfest, Dave Evans. This year, the stars aligned, and I was able to sit with Dave on Find the Good News. Visiting with Dave was an absolute pleasure because of the sheer expanse of topics relevant to my home region that we cover. Dave Evans is the type of person that echoes and reverberates. He makes a sound, and those ripples have had positive impacts on the people living in the community he serves through his endeavors. With each pulse, Dave infuses a piece of his life. Whether you're eating dinner at Luna, enjoying the downtown area of Lake Charles, or experiencing our area at Chuckfest, you are traveling within the concentric rings of Dave Evans' universe. At zero hour, the very dawn at each of Dave's passion projects, there is a reflection of himself. I believe that this is why Dave Evans' projects shine so bright. It is because they are authentic, very personal, and created with deep love. 
wake up, it's morning You're dreaming up a story I can hear The way it's going Cause you're laughing in your sleep On the path to your deliverance And a holy wall of light Pouring through your window Old news, bad news, fake news Sometimes you just want to shut it all down and get no news at all. With Find the Good News, I aim to change that by focusing on good people doing good work. I visit with artists, educators, civic and spiritual leaders, musicians, business owners, students, volunteers, and everyday citizens who are using their creativity, resources, and talents to bring hope and happiness to their corner of the world. In each episode, I dig into the hearts and minds of my extraordinary guests. We have street-level conversations about relatable things going on in their lives, discover the critical life experiences that shape them, the perspectives that drive them, and the fundamental beliefs that are anchoring them to a path of goodness. There's a lot of news in the world. My name is Orrin Parker, and I'm going to find the good. And I love you just as well. Wow, look how many people are doing good things in the community in the area yeah yeah are you from i'm from sulfur yeah okay yeah are you originally did you grow up here lake charles yeah yeah. whole life yeah yeah i lived i lived in austin for a stint and california for a stint but um i mean the stints i think equaled almost two years yeah 45 (laughs) (laughs) 42 years 43 years years here so yeah um you know uh definitely uh, here. Oh, well, you and I are the same age. You're 45? Yeah. Yeah, so am I. Right yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, man. Homeboy, you know? I mean, I did the same thing. I moved away for a little bit. I was in Colorado for just a little bit, you know? Right. And then I lived in North Louisiana for a decent amount of time. I'd say three, four years. I mean, enough to realize that it was, you know, good to come back home and be around family and people I knew. Sure. Yeah, and Colorado's like, that's that's the end game for me that's where i want to wind up you sound like me man i love that place like there's it's there's such a majestic magic stuff happening <laughs> it, like i'm i'm not a weeper i'm not a a cry kind of guy very much yeah and legitimately like the mountains made me almost weep in just a little bit you know? well yeah you see your place it's so huh? amazing it's just so uh, overwhelming and just being here our whole lives you know i mean i'm, I'm sure you felt the same way going up there yeah. flatlanders yeah. we don't get to see anything but like 40 foot in front of us being able to see miles and miles and that's just yeah so breathtaking about that the way you said that that's something just that alone getting into colorado just going into it if you're driving and then wherever you're going i mean you're it's you feel like uh you have to slow down because your destination is actually visible to you sure and it could be seven or eight hours before you get there staring at it the whole time yeah yeah the idea that you can see an object that far that off, far off. Mm-hmm. I, I had brought my daughter up there to work she was going to work at in uh estes park they have that's a, that's that's the mecca the me, uh, estes <laughs> park uh Nederland, like all of those places estes park is where i had uh my and i was i was 22 at the time of having this massive epiphany that this is where i belong this is this is i've never felt more comfortable as a person on the planet than being in the mountains in colorado estes park at the rocky mountain national park there's a plaque that says from this point 
staring forward. You can see 40 miles. I know exactly where you're talking about. I've stood and there. That's yeah. when it happened. That right there. It's wow. just, just you're looking over the Great Divide and you're just, oh, just. Yeah. And again, I'm 45 and I'm still shocked. I got chills right now thinking, about, thinking it. about it. Isn't know? that something? So much so. I agree with everything you're saying. I, I've had the same feeling. My wife and I did our five year anniversary up there and. I'll never forget this, and this is going to sound like a bad thing, but, you know, we went and we were there for many days, and then we were driving back home, and, you know, our plan was we kind of came out of the mountains and into Boulder, which is still kind of up in the foothills up there, you know. Still glorious. Beautiful. Still beautiful. Yeah. Get out. yeah. But when I got into Boulder, I started kind of, you know, getting... I knew we were heading home. We only had like a day and a half left. And so I was like, well, I need to kind of check in with the office. And, of course, you and I started when you walked in. It's that pace, right? Mm -hmm. Getting out of mountain time and mountain speed. I guess that's like island time Mm -hmm. for some people. It was very painful because I was like, I'm back in the system. I'm back in checking these emails and deadlines and all this stuff. And she said it out loud. She's like, you're so different whenever you're here versus when you're coming when we were coming home she sensed it like you could just be i was changing you know and yeah. i was like and I, she's not wrong i mean i was like and I'm, and yeah <laughs> and i prefer the me of the mountains me too. you know very much so <laughs> although i'm here every day and i'm in this uh, me situation too. <laughs> me too yeah. man what's well, interesting it's interesting that we're talking about this i always wonder what our conversations are going to go like, and I just never know. But when you can connect with somebody over the mountains, man, yeah, nothing much, nothing better. I, I tell you, I've, I've had, uh, I think I've been there a total of three times, four times, three, three or four, four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like every time I go back, it's like the first time, it's yeah. just, just breathtaking. And, you know, uh, unfortunately I'm the driver most of the time. So it's like, I'm going to need to pull over. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to, I'm going to need to get out the car for a minute. I'm having a moment. I'm sorry. And yeah. it t- for that to happen, just from terrain, just uh-huh. from the views, there's something oh, there's yeah. something spectacular there. I'm with you. I remember my first time I ever went to Colorado, I drove there with my dad. I was going to uh, go live with a girlfriend. Right. And he was just driving me up there, and he was going to – he was – God, I, now I understand because I've actually done the same thing, but – I was like, wow, my dad's driving me up here just so I have a driving buddy. And then he took a bus back. And I was like, man, what an incredible ordeal he had to go through. Because I actually, not too many years ago, did the same thing. Drove my daughter up, and then I took a bus back. And I can remember very well that trip. It was like right after we got through Amarillo and kind of crossed over in that little bit of piece of New Mexico right there. And the landscape really starts to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of almost get this sort of Arizona desert kind of vibe with these. Is, Nothing and then stuff. Yeah. Nothing and then stuff. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I love that. And I remember that feeling like I happened to be reading the Tao Te Ching at that time. I hadn't never read it before. And uh, so I was reading that and then we were driving through that landscape, you know, and it was like, I think possibly that's why that book affected me so much was because of the combination of what I was experiencing. You're reading it at that time for that reason. You just didn't know it. Right. Exactly. It's all linking up. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, you know, it's it sort of got its fibers deep down in my heart. Mm -hmm. So when I think of it, I always kind of put that together, that little trip and then that first land, big landscape change for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. How how old is your daughter? My daughter's 20. She'll be 22 soon. Okay. I've I've got a 22 year old as well. She just turned 22. Uh, Yep. No, she just, hold on. 
Yeah, she just turned 22. Oh, okay. October 10th. Wow. Yeah. So, how many children do you have? Three. Three. I, okay. I have a I do 22, too. a 16, and a 14. Okay. Well, I've got a 22, a 16, and uh, one that'll soon be nine. All right. Yes. Yeah, so a little kid, longer break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm divorced once. Oh, okay. And so, my first two children were from my previous marriage. Okay. And then Michelle and I, uh, when we got married, she, I, we, I, the funny story I always tell people, and it probably sounds bad again, but I thought I kind of get a chuckle out of it. Uh, I thought I was done with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had these little benchmarks in my head. I was like, okay, we got through, the, we got through diapers, we got through. Now they're dressing themselves, and we got the shoe tying thing down. And I remember uh, when we got married, we never really talked about kids. I just guess for some reason in my head, I was like, well, Michelle never said anything about kids. I don't think she wants any. We already have two. It was never really discussed. We got married, and she was like, I want to have a baby. And so I got, it had been a while for me, you know, it was a gap. And so I was like, uh, oh my gosh, baby, am I really ready? It was like, I was a new father all over again. I was like, am I ready for a baby? (laughs) (laughs) So that's why there's a gap there. That's awesome. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baby guy. Like I, 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 I was an uncle at eight. Oh, really? And so uh, very well versed in baby land. And yeah. so, uh, you know, I, I welcomed it all the way around. And, uh, you know, we had two girls and a boy. And we I guess we just kind of figured, like, that's good. Yeah. We, 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 it's an equal balance situation. Um, I've got a partner in crime. She's got partners in crime. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we have dogs as well. You Do know, you? Like, the, the, the spread is good enough to where we're, we have plenty, you know. Um, and, yeah, it... Uh, it's been my I, my I'm very very uh, blessed with some fantastic kids. My kids are amazing little individuals, and that's awesome, man. Very really. very grown up and adult like at very young ages, and I I think that comes with restaurant world and and uh, mom and dad being self employed and sure you know the the our system is different than some most folks yeah you know? no you're right uh, we're always i'm always working if i'm awake i'm working you yeah. know whether i'm in the kitchen or whether i'm booking something or whatever it is or, or planning a festival whatever whatever it is it's it's i kind of look at my hours as precious and i better be doing something i better be trying mm. to accomplish something and it better be you know uh my unfortunate side of being so busy is i i tend to i tend to put off what i I love playing music. Okay. Um, haven't played music live probably in four years since actually the second Chuck Fest. Really? Uh, year two we played, and that was that was about as much as I can handle putting on a festival and my band playing the festival. Oh wow! Yeah. After that, it was like you know what? This is just not a good it isn't a good idea to try and force all of that to happen in one day. You know, yeah. to put on this thing and then yeah, my band's gonna play too. No, no, and so it it, it fizzled. But but. Um, I, you know, to me, it's it's playing music and, and cooking for folks. It's very similar. It's yeah, very, very, yeah. You know, you you get uh, I, I get a lot of uh, self. Uh, I don't know, not not self appreciation or anything, but it, it's it's definitely like a like a this is what I'm here to do. Yeah, you know, right. You're sure. you're you're giving to people. The you're applaud. Like a, the a, applaud comes either from a from you playing a song or someone going, "Oh my god, that tastes so good." It's kind of the same thing. You yeah. Know? So it's it's pleasing people, I guess. It's, yeah. Have you always been like that? I mean, did that develop like at some point in your life where you started to go, "Hmm, I, I 
As long as I can remember. Really? I, I can my, my folks owned bars and restaurants as I was a kid. Yeah. Um, legitimately, I like I was raised in it. Yeah. Um, more so the bar, actually, than the restaurant. The restaurant came along a little later. I was 13. Um, but uh, So, wait. What restaurant did they own? They had Dave's Oyster House. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize that was your parents. Yeah. That was, that was my folks. Uh, my, we, we opened that whenever I was 12, 13. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I started dabbling and and having to having to work there. I, I was the kid of the owners, you know. And yeah, it was, it was. We're supposed you're supposed to do that if you're the your parents own a restaurant. You're supposed to work it. Working it, you know, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> right. It's nothing luxurious about it. You got to clean dishes and you got to shuck oysters and you got to do do dirty things. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it, it it went there. Um, and you know, I actually I, I went to school and got a degree and. IT stuff and I can't make stuff. I can't network this to that to this day. Like and so, why did you go into IT then? What was the cure? What just? Uh... I really enjoyed graphic design, ah, okay. and the school didn't have a graphic design situation. It was I just see. a it was an IT situation. So I was like, oh, that's close enough, and it wasn't right. Too different. At all. Right. Yeah. I'm, I like visual stimulation stuff. Making this ping that and helping this little old lady get <laughs> right. online and oh no 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 sitting at a desk. There's yeah. another thing I, could, yeah, I yeah. couldn't do. Well, you're right. That's what we do. I mean, we're we're at a desk a lot of the day. I mean, right. it's true. It's it's kind of stifling. You got to get a turned into a turned into a quick like. Oh, I think I'm gonna go back to restaurants. And, yeah. You know, uh, we did the restaurant. I mean, we had did Dave's Oyster House. Uh, my dad passed in '97. Okay. And we had did, we did the, the the restaurant for almost I think it was 10 or 11 years, uh, and then once he passed, it was kind of the the family kind of reach this kind of mass capacity kind of thing and we couldn't could he was the guy that was always like shut up and get back to work you know that kind of thing yeah uh without him being there telling us to shut up and get back to work it was just world war three all the time yeah i understand that because it was my, my mom my sisters we were all there you know hot kitchen stuff screaming that, right. that happens yeah no for, for I those of you that. don't know <laughs> it definitely it. happens uh and um you know <laughs> i got out of that and uh that was 97 uh my kid was actually born uh in 97 she was born on the 10th my dad passed on the 11th oh wow man that's... uh about two or three months later that's when we moved to all uh, to uh, california to get away yeah. To, to, to kind of, you know what? Maybe I need to be out of this state, or maybe I need to just go find something else. Whatever it yeah. was, and you know, of, of course, it was a uh, a worse situation we moved to. You can't go move to California and expect to pay. I think it was like eighteen hundred a month rent in ninety seven or ninety eight. Wow. Uh, yeah. As a as a cook in a kitchen, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we don't we don't do that well, uh, <laughs> and so uh, you know that didn't last very long and uh we moved back to austin lived in austin for about a year and waited tables i came back to austin and just said well the hell with it i'm just gonna i'm gonna wait tables i know i can make money doing that yeah and so we did that and then we moved back here uh and i opened up dave's pub that's when i had, okay i, had I dave's remember pub. dave's pub yeah uh and of course you know uh it was uh, shrouded in in its uh, its issues we i rented from a fella who Wanted it to be something that it wasn't, and 
I, I was I was 24, 25 at the time, 25, and uh, very much into playing music and very much into booking bands. And so it was definitely a, a live music place. That's just yeah. what I wanted to do. That's what you had your know? heart on, yeah. Right. And uh, he didn't dig it, so he, he kicked us out year year after the lease was up. You know, I, I went there. I was in there for a year, and then he booted us out. But um you know, this is just what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to have my own situation. I'm supposed to. Then Luna came along, and, yeah. And with the Luna thing, the Luna thing is is a kind of a paradox for me. It's 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 this gigantic thing. This 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 constantly developing into more <laughs> thing. Uh, you know, I knew I could do food. My folks did food, so I knew I could do that. And really, I just wanted to open a place that had some different stuff from the other stuff in town. And, yeah. And pay my, my house note and raise my kids and do okay and just expand. Loaded. It was just this amazing, uh, wide open arms reception from everybody who came in, and that was in '04. Okay, I was going to ask because I moved. I moved back here at the uh, cusp of like 2003, 2004, and I was working at another ad agency, and I can remember that was been to about 2004, and yeah. I remember some of the uh, one of the girls I worked with. She was going to lunch with some other ladies, and I can really remember this. She said, "Oh, we're going to the." new place luna and y'all were in a, a was it a white house or it was, a house? A, it was actually the old seaport seafood okay on on uh uh pruitt street okay okay that's what it was yeah 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 and it was it was um you know i look back at it now uh 16 years later yeah. and uh i really questioned things it's like how in the world did they let me do that <laughs> How in the world did they did they permit that building to be operated as a restaurant? Because I remember like, it. Yeah, it was very dungeon esque. The front of the room, the front like where people set to eat, it was okay. But when you went in the back in the kitchen, it was just like this crazy dungeon. Like all the walls were made of cinder block. It was very. I don't know. It was. It was. Our bathrooms were in a shed out front. <laughs> Somehow that was okay. Somehow it was all right for that to happen that way. And that's wild. Uh, it really is, you know. And and of course we were open. We opened in October of '04, and then September of '05, Rita happened. Yeah, and smashed right. it. Smashed holes in the roof and left it for left it for no good. I mean, ruined all my furniture, all my equipment, and being. You know, I think I was 29 at the time, um, and age really doesn't have anything to do with it. I just was running full speed ahead, not thinking. Uh, and my landlord didn't make me do it. I didn't have insurance. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't purchase insurance because I was just, oh, this is how you do it. I mean, my bathrooms were outside. I didn't need insurance. Right, you know I mean, right, it wasn't right. that great of stuff. You're you blowing know? and going, and yeah. And so Rita hit, and somehow, some way, it just all fell together. Uh, you know, a sweet lady called me and was like, "Hey, I got this property on Bryan Street that I list. It's, it used to be a restaurant. It has a hood and it has some equipment. Would you be interested?" Yeah. <coughs> and I was like, "Absolutely." You know, it's 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 beautiful. Um, and that's whenever you know, and and we got that in October of 05. Now is that the building you're in now? So that's mm-hmm. where it was. Okay. Yeah, All it right. was it was just that look. Like I said earlier, it's shrouded in this in this this amazing it's this universe thing. Mhm. Um and it and it it all flows together. Mm-hmm. Um I was able to open up a restaurant and the whole thing is celebrating my universe. Yeah, it's the universe we all share and it's the planets and all that fun stuff and name-worthy stuff that I found to put in there, you know, but more than that, 
it's my entire universe so when you walk in there and you 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 know you you're looking around and all of the art in there is all my favorite stuff yeah all of the music playing is a playlist that i put together so i can be smiling in the kitchen while i'm cooking food um everything that happens there you know um all of my drinks are named after my favorite bands all of my this is named after my favorite people my Mm -hmm. my family and stuff and so you know i have a really neat situation that i'm able to go to work every day and be completely engulfed in my own universe the whole thing and it's developed that way i didn't have that plan I'm, i'm not that cunning i don't i didn't plot that out at all it just kept on happening that way it was yeah. just this this thing it was like well i wonder if they're gonna like this and i would play this music and everybody was okay with it and I don't, look i don't listen to anything crazy i don't listen to to heavy hard metal or you know absurd this or absurd that not that any of that's absurd but it's, it's just, very yeah, it's you're very, not pushing you know, any like in the crazy, middle yeah and it worked everybody dug it everybody digs it um and the coolest part is that at any point in time to this day, you walk in there and there's there's high school kids that are off school. There's construction workers, doctors, lawyers, uh, city workers, like everybody, yeah. old, young, grandparents with babies, like everybody, everybody. gets it and digs it. And that is some, look being here my whole life. That's that's something that ain't that doesn't happen very often. Like yeah. Lake Charles wasn't known or isn't known for crossing over some some lines like that. You know, it did, it just it just crossed over and everybody everybody gets it. You know, and yeah. uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a really lucky fella for that happening that way. You know, yeah, um, for sure. And it, it's just it's super strong. Well, I mean, I I look at it. It's interesting to hear what you're saying because. I can sense that when I go in there. My son and I went to, uh, he hadn't been in a while with me. I had been, but he hadn't been with me. And I guess you had opened up or reopened up. Maybe you've expanded into another building, yeah. right? Um, last year found us, the the whole way, we, um, okay, in 11, we opened up Luna Live across right. the street. Right. Um, that was me wanting to, we were, we were booking all of our shows on our patio. That's yeah, what we that's did right. for all those years. Mm-hmm. And we would book these great acts, and we either didn't have enough space for the show, or the rain got us, or it's too cold, or it's too hot, or yeah. we couldn't, We you know, you can't. Well, the weather's Louisiana's the we weather is mm-hmm. so unpredictable, you just can't. Well, you know, um, the, the place came up. The, the guys who had it at the time were wanting to get out, and yeah. just kind of like, oh, I could get it. I could put all of my big shows over there, and that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to have a, a live music venue that could house you know, shows up to 500 people or so, and um, it just, it, you know, um, we had that from 11. We sold that back. Um, December will be a year, um, and basically what happened was, is the spot you were just talking about, that came to fruition for us. We were able to all of a sudden my my landlord i'd been asking for that space for over 10 years really every time i'd see her every time i'd pay rent or whatever it was like hey you know when you <laughs> when do i when you gonna give me that building you right. know because that's square footage for us that's more more butt space that's where that's how we make our money you know right so um you know she called me out of the blue one day and was just like hey i i, I think it's i think it's time and with that happening with being able to look at the space and see what we had it was just like okay 
the the live music in Lake Charles is a fun thing, but to have a gigantic building like that and and then have this monster beast that I got to take care of across the street, right. which is what takes takes care of everybody who works there. It's, it's what it's what pays all my bills. It was pay everybody else's bills. So the the attention needs to be on that. Yeah. Um, and so you know, pretty much just kind of came to a conclusion you know it was a good run it was a fun good run but um i you know luna bar and grills where was what we do yeah luna live was just a little extra and so getting that new space we expanded we knocked a hole in the wall we, we went from 75 seats inside to 105 seats inside we moved the bar back where it was back when we first got the place lowered it made it the right size and all that stuff and um you know, we're just able to hone in on what Luna Bar and Grill does, what, yeah. what, what it's there for. So, you know, um, and, and it's just been fantastic. It's just so perfect for what we need. We have our lounge space. We have our outdoor space still. We have the bigger dining room. Yeah. It all works so fantastic. I love it. Thank I you. mean, it, and what you said earlier about being inside your space, I now that you say that, it's almost like you almost didn't have to say it because it it's so 100% true. I Man, can if, feel that. If someone can walk around in my head. That's it. Like legitimately. If everybody, yeah. if someone could just take a step in my head, like I make up all the food. So it's all my favorite food stuff. It's all stuff that I've made and like I'd like and I cook. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> I got to share it with people. Ah. It's the music, the art, all of my favorite artists are on the wall. All my favorite bands are on the wall. Most of the stuff on the sh- – it's it's very memorable for me, too, because most of the posters up there are show posters. Yeah. Show posters that I was at. You know, ah. I, 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 I've been collecting posters for some unknown reason for years. And then all of a sudden it was like – I got all these posters, yeah. and, and I mean they go back to before Luna, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been a music fan my whole life. So it's reaching into like some real personal territory. Oh, geez, like deep as deep gets for me. I love know? that. Yeah, so, I like that. I think people are. Do do you tell that to people all the time? Or do they know that? I mean, is it pretty I, I try common? to without sounding you know any kind of you know egotistical or any, anything like that because it's it's just like you're in my head right now. You're, yeah, you're inside my favorite stuff. Like. I picked out the furniture because it's my favorite furniture. My wife, right. same situation. It's like this is, and luckily, like I got a, I got a fantastic partner. My wife is very much me, but a chick. We both <laughs> dig the same stuff. We That's both cool. listen to the same music. We both like the same art. We both, and whether you know, you, being a married guy, you, you come to agree on things. But luckily, ours. Ours was set in motion a long time ago, and we've just agreed on a lot of stuff. Yeah, luckily, <laughs> um, and uh, so so to be able to you know show folks around or any of that, it's 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 always just crazy. Uh, it's a crazy moment, you know, to be able to explain that, to folks. And I try to, but in a short, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, you like all the art. Well, yeah, that's that's. You see that band right there? That's my favorite band. Well, see, so many places. I mean, I. I being somebody that works in branding, I, I tend to look at things like that, especially when we travel. And one of the things I would say about Luna 
is that it's authentic. So there's so many places that try to capture what you've got there, but it's not necessarily authentic. It's sort of just like the brand um, collection, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Oh, you'll sure. go to another city and you're going to see the same movie posters and the same sort of... Sure, yeah. Uh, I don't mean that that's a bad thing. It create an environment, but it's definitely more of a plan. Right. But what you're doing is you're inviting them into an authentic space. Right. I thought this when I was eating there last time... Uh, my little boy loves the universe and planets. That's like his thing. His whole bedroom is that. And so I said, well, we've, he never brought my little, little boy. I said, well, let's go. He'll dig all this. Mm-hmm. The moon, you know, and all that. And I don't know why it never occurred to me that he would enjoy going in there and seeing all the names of the, the dishes and stuff. But uh, when we were there, I was they had this thought. And I, I remember talking about it with my wife. I was like, you know, I know you can order takeout. And this was like kind of at the... the um, this big boom of delivery service you know it's like order and go order and go and somebody else comes and gets your food and brings it home and that sounds super convenient but what i thought about your place specifically was that if you're doing that and Mm -hmm. i guess there's a time and place for that but if you're doing that on the reg you're missing out on the full package of what he's doing here yeah because, I mean, yeah, get a good sandwich, but eat it inside the space. Right. We were very friends. reluctant. Like, whenever it first came out, we were very reluctant to join into it, the the delivery situation. Oh, okay. For that reason. Really? It was like, wait, you're, you know, I... Taking an look, element I, out. I'm a chef. I, I, I call out food because I don't want to cook all the time. I understand that for sure. And I don't have the, the oomph to go out to eat at these places all the time whatever yeah so i i get it yeah but i definitely had that that feeling whenever before we ever signed up before we ever tried and actually we're no longer on it oh really we, we, oh, okay. we were part of the we were part of the the group here recently that left um all that for for price hikes and stuff sure and, sure you know um it, it it went to a point where it was just like it's just not worth it yeah you and know, giving can... away that giving away the whole house to just just so Move Bob can order some food to go, it's like Bob. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to come pick it up yourself. But and and look, it's proven. We started. We we closed it down before we ever got off of it. We stopped accepting them before we ever got off of it. And all that happened is our phone started ringing. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. you know, amazingly, our phone just started ringing. Right. And people were calling to go. And you know, we have a we have a, a bang up lunch business all yeah. every day it's crazy every night every dinner is pretty bang up so you know all that happened is that office a would call and order 15 items and they would they would send rochambeau for who's gonna pick it. it up or something you know yeah. it, like we used to no yeah. big deal yeah and it, and, it, and, right. and, and it, they just started calling and so it just showed us that if folks want it if folks you know if, you, if you're if you're doing high quality stuff which we care about what we're doing a whole lot like yeah the the quality of the product the quality of the anything we're doing the care the concern and, and it's really hard it's it's extremely hard to trust that in the hands of just anybody you yeah. know um we're not a culinary town we don't have a giant culinary scene and a giant group of able-bodied chefs coming out of uh, an able-bodied school so well is great but but they don't produce but five or so every semester and they go straight to the casinos ah understood because they got the they got the benefits they're yeah. they're the billion dollar company we're just a little mom and pop shop i don't I have insurance i don't have 
limos. I don't have all the glam and glitz and benefit packages for you. You know, so we, we, and I mean like all of us in it, all of the local readeries, we all get the, the quote unquote leftovers. Yeah. Some of them are fantastic. I got some guys that are way better than what they have at the casinos, I would suppose. But we don't get the culinary guys. We don't get the trained I get you. Knowledgeable folks, you know? Yeah. Um, they just get eaten up with the casinos first. Yeah, know? that's interesting. I mean, there is sort of two minds in our area, and I guess it depends on, and I can see it all working together, but we have that conversation a lot, too. If you're not careful when you, um, well, for instance, I'll just say it this way. When I sit and visit with somebody who's not from here, and they're like, so what's going on over there? The reality is the casinos is the last thing I bring up. Yeah. If, they, if they I bring it up at all. They don't need help. You're right. And I just, and then my, I'm not that type of traveler. Me neither. I don't travel to a location for, I'm not a gambler. Me neither. So I look, I honestly, I, I, I can probably tell you 100% in my entire adult life, you, you being here, same situation, all of the casinos that have ever been here down to Players and Harrah's and all those ones that were here before Rita and all that stuff. Grand total of probably about three hundred bucks that I've lost, and it's been in a t- it's been in ten dollar increments at a video poker machine, so I could get a free beer. Mm, I see what you mean. I, yeah. I don't I, like I've I've gone to a blackjack table once, lost forty dollars in four hands, and I was like, well, well, <laughs> I'm done. I don't need to do that ever again. <laughs> I you learned know? pretty quick, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, you, well, you own, and I don't know if everybody's like this, but you you seem to be. You, you tend to want to make your own way a little more. And so when you're gambling, that takes, for me, that that's outside of the way I am, if that makes any sense. I like to go, well, hang on. I have an idea here. I want to execute that. But for me to execute it, I need this, 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 and this. And I can implement it and try it. And if it fails... I don't feel like it was as much of a gamble. I got readjust, come back and try again. Right. Gambling is not like that no. for me anyway. I no, just it's not. so open to just like roll the dice, right. you know, and I just don't Poof. feel like Wait, I'm it's gone. And it vaporizes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No way. You yeah. Know? That's not attractive to me. Now, even the resort elements of it, I don't know. I guess I'm just not big on uh, box brands, you yeah. know, like I like to go somewhere and, and find something where you go, wow, this is sort of cropped up organically. I mean, Luna's like that. Right. Right. I mean, that's, you've, you've kind of caught def- that. Definitely what we go for, what we try to do in everything we do. And, you know, earlier you, you, you kind of touched on, you got the vibe of it and you got the feel of it. And, you know, earlier I said something about how I went to computers because of graphic design not it and i still to this day do graphic design i still i created this logo yeah i created this logo i create i i i I, luckily like look luckily i whenever you guys came on the set whenever you guys whenever parker brand came to town because honestly before parker brand there's only a couple other companies that did or do what you're doing yeah there's a handful i mean now there's a lot more individuals now there's more yeah but before there was I could, it's it kind of hard pressed to find yeah, somebody. Yeah, you maybe had two it. or three that were really kicking that kind of. I went to look into getting you guys to come back whenever Aaron Hood was with you. Oh yeah, all, yeah, way yeah, back right, then. Yeah. Her, her brother Marcus right, works for her. That's him, right. Yeah. Has for, for fifteen of our sixteen years. That's right. Um, 
you know, it, it was like, I'm going to get with those guys and they're going to help me push my brand even further. And whenever I sat down and I can't recall if I did sit down with Aaron at some point, cause we were buddies, been buddies for a long time. She seems to, I seem to remember her mentioning that y'all were talking about that. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, it almost, I, I, I don't know if she just allowed me to talk myself out of it. Yeah. And, and in not a, a negative way, no, but, no, but she that. was like, wait, you, you made your own logos and you do you all do this all stuff yourself. Then why do you need us? Right. It was it, yeah. not, not, not quote unquote, but it was definitely, you know, what's crazy, man. I actually, people, a lot of times I will sell, talk us out of stuff because I will sit and visit with a client sometimes and go, you're like 2% away from doing, you don't doing this all yourself. You don't really need us. I almost feel like I'd be doing them a disservice. Right. You're going to, you're going to wind up cussing me later because you paid all this money and, yeah, and you, you didn't get done, that much more out of it. That's yeah. right. And that does happen a lot. I think most business owners who are passionate about their business and aren't just in it. And tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, I know you want to pay the bills. You're probably like me. I want to make, I want to make what I need to make. Mm-hmm. But you have a passion for it. Oh, man. So that's the real driver. It's probably weighted more on the passion. Oh, man. I wake up at 530 every morning and, like, I'm working when I wake up, you know. Yeah, your mind's already. And it's not like this grueling. And look, I'm tired. My back hurts. I work. I, I go to work seven days a week. No sweat. It's just part of the gig. I understand it. I'm about to open in Lafayette. I mean, that's the, oh, really? that's the thing. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was going to allude to that a little ah, later. Cool, cool. Um, you know, I, and honestly, like just like just like Luna came along, I didn't I didn't plan for it to be where it is. Yeah, I didn't open it with the plan of going. You know what? In 15 years, we're going to be number one, and we're going to kick everybody's butts and all this stuff. There was, and not that we kick everybody's butts, but we're, you know, it, it definitely was not in the plan to like try and be this force and this this guiding light for stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't know whenever I opened up 15, 16 years ago that I was going to put a festival together. Well, yeah, the, the festival came together because of Luna. The festival yeah. came together because I was like, Oh look, Luna's turning 10 this year. We need to have a party. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, I got this. I, I've been having, I look Chuck. I mean, I, 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 I I've been a Lake Chucky in my whole life. <laughs> Somebody's got to celebrate this place, even though we it's it's we're missing some stuff, but it's only because we're not looking for it. We're not we're not paying attention to it. We're not we're not honing in and like pampering it. We do have a lot of good stuff. We do have a lot of good food, even though I said earlier we don't have a lot of culinarians. The ones we have are whip ass. They're mm-hmm. great. They they do uh, excellent stuff, and for them to get kind of lost by the wayside or for folks just to not look that way because they're over here or whatever it is. That's where Chuck Fest came from, okay. you know, in the, in the, the 10 year, it was a 10 year birthday for Luna. And then all of a sudden, uh, me and the Walker Williams guys. Yeah. I remember those guys, those yeah, guys, the you know. old friends. And they were like, you know, I, I, I talked the idea with them and next thing you know, we're, well, let's make it a 10 year birthday and a and start a festival and it was like oh and now look sweet. it's very well received man oh my I mean. gosh look i'm pretty sure and i'm i'm not the best judge of numbers character as far as how many people are in a space but throughout the whole day we do noon to midnight and i would be willing to, to throw out like a nine to ten thousand people out wow. there for the day wow um 
just amazing. And I just hope that whenever folks are out there that they're looking around going, would, would you look at this? The yeah. last time I was in this kind of environment, I was in New Orleans. Right. Or right. I was in Austin. Or I was in this this town. And part of the thing, right? Part of the thing. Part of the reasoning. Um, I've, I remember very fondly before I ever opened Lunar and before I ever opened Dave's Pub, any of those things. I, I remember very fondly of the conversations with people and whenever I lived in Austin. And there was a conversation of, well, hey, where are you from? I'm from Lake Charles. And it was always that. Eh, yeah, the downtown. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not that great. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, after opening the restaurant and, and getting this mad reception of it and all this stuff, my, my, my appreciation for it kept on growing. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, look, if, if, if we, if we as young business owners or business owners, period, don't, aren't elated to be here, if we're not happy to be here and we sound that way. And so I made it a point that then if, whenever someone asked me where I'm from, I was like, well, I'm from Lake Charles. I wouldn't, I would try not to have that negative sounding mm. implementation at the end of it. Yeah. So folks weren't just like, oh, oh he doesn't, yeah. What you must not like about? where you're from very much. Right. Cause that's what I, that's how I felt for a long time. And, and learning to appreciate it being here learning to look around and go well you know what uh, it's pretty damn good it's it's, it's a pretty great place f- for what we have we don't have majestic mountains we don't have this we got some amazing beautiful bayous right and we have a culture untouched by anybody else louisiana's culture is, is so rich and so it's deep within our dna it's not it's not uh, it's not created it's not a facade. It's, yeah. It's 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 inside, you know. Yeah. And so to to really to really show that off, you know, the, yeah. the festival came along as something to show that off. Like, let's be proud of what we are. Let's have some gumption. Let's have some. Let's keep our chin up mm-hmm. to where we put this on pedestals. I want everybody to know that these bands playing are from around these this area and. Yeah, right, they, we, we do right. have good stuff like this. Or yeah, that we do we do have a craft beer brewery. How cool is that? You know, as a craft beer fan, all of a sudden we have a craft beer brewery, and it's awesome. It's yeah, and fantastic. I saw today they announced that they're going to be building they're doing their own stuff lake. on the lakefront. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're for one, the Avery family is a fantastic family. They're they're at it. You know, they they're they're doing the same thing. They're trying to improve their surroundings. All the while being a business, it's just you know trying to get everybody to, to believe in it, change yeah. the belief structure, change, change the belief like that, you know, change the way that we appreciate and the way we look at stuff. And yeah, I mean, you know, it it is slow, it is sure, but isn't that good? Well, I mean, look, I, that's what I think about talking to you. I mean, I. <sighs> I think back to, my, I can only use my own recollection, my own memories, but I mean, just, it's like a time machine. You know those movies where you'll see like one object and all of a sudden they'll, they'll fast forward time and everything kind of changes all around you, but this one thing is like in the middle of all that. Luna's kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, when you appear right there and you make that move to that location, look at what's happened since you've oh, been man. there man i mean it does not look like the same not at all you know intersection uh, and look i've seen I've, I've i've had so many neighbors come and go i've had so many different 
businesses in and out of that area and whether it was for the good or for the bad or they didn't belong there or they needed to go to another town or mm. whatever it was um i've seen so much come and go and it's just an amazing situation to be able to have become um that stable place and i'm happy i know it i'm helpless to sorry for interrupting the conversation but i have something i need to tell you about You may or may not know this, but this podcast is produced in the city of Sulphur, Louisiana, one of the sister cities that make up Southwest Louisiana. All of my childhood memories are wrapped up in the city of Sulphur. It's my home, and it's been a good home for most of my life. There is a growing diversity of unique businesses, services, and events in Sulphur, each with a rich and colorful story to tell about their particular place in this little jewel on the west side of the Calcasieu River. My mission is to promote good news, to put a positive signal out in the world. That's why my team at Parker Brand Creative Services has created the new brand, Sulphur Today. Here's how it works. Post your Sulphur event, service, photos, videos, or information using the hashtag Sulphur Today. That's it. My team and I will scan and curate those posts through the social media platforms we've put in place. Before you make your post, just type hashtag, that's a pound sign for the folks that don't know what a hashtag is, and the words sulfur today with no space. My team at Parker Brand is monitoring this tag right now, and they're ready to create positive digital curb appeal for our city by sharing all the very best sulfur has to offer through the Sulfur Today social media pages. As the Sulfur Today project grows, we will be scheduling interviews and video sessions with businesses, events, and services so they can tell their story of Sulfur Today in a series of ongoing micro-documentaries. Look for the eye-catching Sulfur Today sign when you're out and about. And be ready, we may be stopping by to visit you for a photo op. And don't forget to stop by the Parker Brand Creative Services Studio in Sulphur to grab a Sulphur Today decal for your vehicle or business. We want people visiting our area to know that they can find all the wonderful things we have to offer with ease and be a part of our history by utilizing the Sulphur Today pages or by searching the Sulphur Today hashtag. Do you want to help us tell the story of Sulphur Today? Here's what I need you to do right now. Visit and like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash sulfur today. And be sure to share positive sulfur information and post often using the hashtag sulfur today. Now, back to find the good news. What do you think about that? I'm just curious of what your opinion is for things that have come and gone. What do you think they're missing? That, that makes it so that they don't have that staying power. Because, I mean, I've seen it, too, and I always wonder, I go, what were they not getting? If something came in from out of town and then they just didn't make it. Um, yeah, I, you know, that's a really hard, hard something to put your thumb on. Um, uh, being in the middle of all of it for so long, I've, I've seen a bunch of different scenarios. Yeah. Uh, whether it be uh, the people running it were probably a little bit too loose Mm. uh they like to drink too much or they like to consume you know um there's so many different situations that i've seen come and go uh some folks didn't like what they did some folks you know yeah i'm I'm open and it was just this it's more of a cash grab thing more of a let me me do this and uh it's such a, a hassle that the hassle gets too big and they're just like you know what i'm not doing anymore honestly you know 
in 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 as far as Lake Charles is concerned, I can't really say for sulfurs or the moss bluffs yeah. or the, the surroundings, but for Lake Charles, um, you know, being in business as long as I have and calling around i'm i'm that guy that rides around in my car and and passes a a building that becomes vacant and calls probably because i have an idea for something to go in there but it's more or less to know what that area costs yeah what's the rent for something like that in that area and you know in lake charles downtown it being dead for a long time sure Whenever I went down there 16 years ago, it was nothing. Right. Like, it was cheap. Like right. That was where you got cheap rent. <laughs> it right. was great. We had the vintage building and the, all this beautiful stuff. and But it, the best part about it is that it was cheap. And it stayed cheap. It's still fairly – in retrospect to the rest of the city right now, it's still cheap. Really? So folks who want to go try stuff, mom and pop who just retired from the plants, they want to go – you know what? I've always wanted to own my own restaurant. If they come and talk to me, I'm going to be like, look, seriously, you need to rethink this because it's not easy. <laughs> a lot it's, of work. It's, it's very much a lot of work, and it's it's very much like things that people don't take into consideration. Everything costs money. Yeah, we, we all know that with life and, and, and everything, but in the restaurant business, everything from a pack of sugar to how much ketchup somebody squirts all over their plate to eat right. with their fries adjusts yeah. at every table if if cindy lou is sitting at a table and she's just squirting ketchup all over her plate and wasting all that ketchup that's all money right you know no matter what it is or so we or, don't think about that as consumers it's just mm-hmm. you know hey it's all for me man yeah the restaurant has its tons paper goods napkins yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like if if you have a if you have a employee that spills water all over the floor and they run over there and grab a big wad, a stack yeah. of 40 or 50 napkins and goes to wiping this up and you just you just uh, me i just see dollar bills wiping stuff up right it's just the way it is so getting into it you know like i was saying um folks looking at it and going okay well we can go give it a shot pop (laughs) but we're gonna go give it a shot in the cheap rent place yeah you know what i mean so you see a lot of stuff come and go because of that i think um as far as the stuff coming from out of town and and i can't help but you know kind of think that there's an an alluding to like the blue dogs of the world and stuff Mm, like that yeah okay whenever they came to the neighborhood i was stoked yeah i was so excited like oh wow we're getting something that works in another town great right i i I personally rodriguez one of my favorite artists i've got if you were to go to my house right now you would think that i owned blue dog because legitimately (laughs) my living room now i'm not even joking my living room i think i have six or seven rodriguez hanging in my living room i feel like one of my other guests and i mean i've had talked to a lot of people but i think he might have brought something up about you was it uh devin morgan he said something that mm-hmm. you had some pieces that were unique or something like that mm-hmm. as far as our reeks go yeah yeah I, I you know it, it's just before they ever came to town I, I i've been you know i met my wife at jazz fest in uh in 97 96 because we were together in 97 96 we met and uh both she was from Westlake. i'm from here but we met in new orleans at jazz fest so that's a big deal we go to jazz fest every year because of that that's oh, our wow. that's our that's our come together spot yeah it's where we celebrate every year um but you know that year rodrigue did the poster ah. and so 
that has something to do with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, the fact that he's Lafayette and that the fact that he's as big as he is. I'm also a big fan of Michaelopolis. Same reason. He did a lot of Jazz Fest posters. He's from New Orleans. Yeah. I got a lot of Michaelopolis stuff all over my house. So, you know, I guess what I'm getting at is that whenever Blue Dog came to town, it was like, yes. And it just goes to show you that, you know, if you start off, I, I think they just started off on the wrong foot. Really? They started off on the wrong foot. They didn't have a, a very strong crew with them when they started, to my knowledge. I, I, I'm not buddies with uh, Steve, the, the owner, or any, any of those folks. But just in the chatter, having having shared employees, having folks, whenever they closed, they came to me and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I got gotcha. you. Things didn't jive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, we're in a place, and I've always, I've always thought about it this way, too, that... More than likely, your grandma cooks really good. More than likely, your mom cooks really good. Your dad probably cooks really good. All of us here have this DNA thing that we bull crawfish. We we cook. We fix etouffee. We we have this stuff. People don't do that. Mom, I mean the 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 people of the rest of the nation i guess i'm I'm not sure i I haven't lived most places but there's not this deep rich cultural thing that happens with food i see what you mean guys you know rice and gravy yeah you know or just maybe steak and potatoes or something barbecuing on the weekends sure but i'm talking about like like actual like like real good old down home cooking good stuff you know what i'm talking about and i i think that that's what a lot of restaurants don't really chart themselves up against. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you come from good food, if you know that on Sunday you eat like a king because grandma cooks the best stuff ever, your your margin is way up here. You're you gotta be taken over way up here. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be shown something really good. You gotta eat something that. You could. It's just that. I th- yeah. It's hard for that reason. We all come from good stuff. We all have. You know, wonderful home meals, most of us. So, yeah. Uh, the ones we go eat out, they should probably be pretty, pretty good. And in and, 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 and Luna's situation, like, I really, I set out to cook stuff that nobody else had. I was in the restaurant business with my folks. I, I worked at different restaurants in town. And I tried, purposely tried to, like, okay, well, everybody's doing this over here. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching that. I'm going to do this over here. Yeah. It was chancy. But luckily, everybody got it. Everybody. I remember that. I remember having that thought, and it's interesting to hear you say it that way. But I do remember, even with vegetarian food, because mm-hmm. there was a time period where I was like, that. I, I lived as a vegetarian for over five years. And I remember during that time period, you kind of just had to pick off the sides menu most places. Yeah. And I do recall that your menu was unique. And that yeah. was just some, one of those first places where you went, oh, they've got a unique, they've got some options that are actually real entrees and real, <laughs> right. real things. Viable situation yeah yeah I, and to you know um I, I i can only attribute that to to having lived in austin for a year yeah and having lived in in california for a stint and kind of opening the eyes of 
that side of food. Yeah, you know, for sure. Discovering how good avocado is and, yeah, and right. how good avocado goes with everything. Yeah. Luna does a lot of avocado stuff because I'm a giant avocado I'm fan. I'm with you on you know that. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so, but that's where that stuff came from. Okay. You know? Well, that's for interesting. Sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're seeing now, sure, that's pretty, I mean, there's a common sensibility, it seems like now. I mean, it's right. changed for sure. Now, sulfur, maybe not so much. We're still kind of chicken fried steak yeah we're still in that zone i mean mm-hmm. you know but maybe we'll get there too like, yeah. like charles is getting there it seems yeah like. and i think you guys uh, and i'm i'm not 100 sure but i know that at one point in time i got a phone call from somebody um and i don't think it's the mayor now i think it's the mayor the last mayor okay um Seemed like he was a fairly progressive guy. Maybe so. I'm not sure which we've had. It was Ron Lalu and then Chris Duncan and then um, I can't remember who it was. One, yeah. one, it was either Lalu or Duncan. Okay. Um, they had actually we had a mutual friend. Okay. And the mutual friend came to me and was like, "Hey, would you be up for having a conversation uh, with the mayor of Sulphur about about Luna and what you what you're doing here downtown because they really want to get their downtown ah, situated yeah, okay. over here and it's like whenever things like that happen like I, I have this humble situation where I'm like I'm just a I'm just a restaurant guy I'm just a I, I, I work hard I go to work every day mm-hmm. and I'm I'm nose to the grindstone kind of thing and like I'm gonna try real hard and whenever I got a mayor of a town wanting to ask me <laughs> right. like what what my opinion on stuff or this or that it's like that's mind-boggling to, yeah. to think that my opinion matters in such a you're talking about a whole city you're talking about a whole situation and you're going to listen to what i gotta say well i mean dave i mean you know we worked <coughs> for years have worked heavily with the convention and visitors bureau and i can't tell you how many different things that have flown through our office that are related to you and your business i mean promoting this mind-boggling area Seriously. I was, you know i mean what do you think about it's that? mind-boggling i mean I, uh, I i just you know uh i just actually got back from atlanta that's right um, yeah i saw through that. the cvb mm-hmm. um you know we've had the the great fortune of of being voted you know number one several times number two several times like that's amazing that's that's completely mind-boggling to 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 think that folks uh care for it that much um not that i don't believe in it um but the cvb um and their uh their what they're doing yeah um, it's really a good thing it's uh you know uh, the atlanta thing they sent uh they've sent lyle uh, chef lyle yeah. s- uh, several places and um this year i got the opportunity to be one of them and uh so they sent 12 of us from the state to atlanta to uh, guest chef at different restaurants there oh is that how that worked is that what yeah. it was that's a cool gig oh man it was it was the coolest because uh you know being in it this long and working like a do and all this and that i'm I'm constantly dreaming of you know i'm opening a second location trying to figure out how i'm going to work harder and then easier <laughs> i'm going to work real hard for a little while and then it's going to get easier because i'm going to have two and we're going to do better and whatever and you know, sure sure i understand you know, yeah no however that might happen i'm not sure yet honestly but I'm, I'm i'm on course to figure it out um but you know in this the the whole chef thing and the whole being able to to you know i'm being recognized to go over to a different state a giant city atlanta's beautiful um 
and go over there and guest chef. I mean, that's that's huge. Uh, yeah. And the reception I got and the everybody loves Louisiana and the food and oh my god and all the stuff. It's 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 phenomenal. It's an allure to it for oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, just when you say Louisiana alone, you go to another state and they're like, oh. I mean, they they probably ask you for some classics. Have, right. It's you know. it's food and then it's music and. You know, it, you'd be hard pressed. I mean, honestly, you would be very hard pressed to look across the entire United States and find another state that has what we have. Yeah. And for us to, you know, for us to be able to hold it and for us to be able to to nurture it and make sure that it's alive and well and represented properly and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Um, it's so important. Well, it's like whenever I know Michelle and I, when we were in Winter Park and it was so cold and we were like, man, I want something warm and hearty and good. And we went to this. We were asking like we were I know what we were wanting. We were wanting gumbo. Sure you were. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know how to like ask for that up there. You know, like what what do you have is what we were asking. Right. Were, Vegetable soup or something. Yeah. Yeah, and we went to have a meal and was like, man, you know, and I, I remember us having that conversation. I said, you know, if somebody came up into like one of these resort towns and opened up like an actually, an actual mm-hmm. hearty Louisiana the food, the oh my God, oh, like they would kill, man. It's funny you say that because uh, with our Colorado trips and stuff, um, that was a that was a that was a go to for a little while there. We, me, and my wife traveled there whenever we were very young, right before our first kid. Uh, I was twenty three, she was twenty three, um, and I was in the restaurant business with my folks and all that stuff at the time. And we were searching, we were searching for yeah where we were gonna be or what we were gonna do, all that you know. And so whenever we there there was a plan and i'm a, I'm a notebook guy yeah i'm a note I, I like i got i got several notebooks over my lifetime i'm the same that, that way I man Just i keep up. you keep them and it's oh, like you like to absolutely. flip through it's like a time capsule i try yeah. to remember what cover had which one from what <laughs> yeah. year and oh yeah i've got tons of them whether That's it be music or business or just ideas because i tend to run and so I don't want to lose it. I yeah. don't want to forget it. So I'm going to write it down. I've got three of them going in the, in the truck right now. So, yeah, it's it's definitely that. But at that point, um, I'm pretty sure I could find a notebook with a whole plan of a place called Grateful Dave's. Nice. Because I'm a huge Grateful Dead fan. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was going to be Grateful Dave's. And I've since resurrected the idea for my retirement. Okay. I plan on going up yeah. to the mountains and having Grateful Dead, Grateful Dave's <laughs> like in the mountains. That. And, uh, you know, but at that point, I think I was 24 or so, 25. I was dreaming, and I was going to go and open up something at the bottom of a ski yeah. and sell gumbo. Oh, man. To the fine people of Colorado and teach them how to warm up properly. That's right, man. God, you're nailing it. Cause, yeah. I mean, and it's still valid because, it's man, I mean, it ain't so. there yet. There's not. No. I, it's amazing <laughs> that there's not because there's a lot of Lake – I mean, not a lot Lake Charles people. There's a lot of Louisiana people in Colorado. For sure. Definitely. I'm always – I was surprised, but Michelle and I both agreed with that exact thing. I was like, oh, somebody would rake it in because it would, it would hit travelers from all over the country they're going to come in and they're going to be like oh i've heard of this there's chicken and sausage everywhere i mean and if you needed the good sausage you just call home and have them ship it to you exactly that's right you're good and that's funny we had that same conversation i was like man this is this is what's missing up here because i'll even though you're out of town and you're you want to try new things there's still there's something about finding something from home there's 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 little to replace really cold outside and eating gumbo that's right period there's nothing that warms you up and, and treats you as 
well. So uh, that was that was a plan. Honestly, it's funny you bring that up because that that was a a fool. My wife thought I was crazy. Where are you going to find the money to do that? And I, you know, of course, that's why it didn't happen. I didn't have the money or couldn't find the money. Well, to yeah, do we that. can all dream of all kinds of things. Sure, right? I, can, I still do that. I still dream and I still write them down. And she still says, "What what's wrong with you? What don't you don't you do enough?" And I don't think I do. I don't think that there's I I'm I'm infamous for saying things like there's not enough hours in the day and there's not enough I got stuff to do. I I, I got miles to go before I sleep. You strike me as like a stimulator like you like to I mean, it just seems like you, you, you can create, obviously. I mean, you have dreams, and then you envision them, and then they come to life. You put the, you put the work into it, mm-hmm. and, you, and you manifest the stuff. Yeah. I mean, some people, I, mean, I don't mean that, like, manifest it from nothing. I mean, like, you wished it into existence. What I mean is, like, you actually are going, hey, I have an idea, and I am the conduit for that thing to be born, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to do the thing. Yeah, just the, 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 the rough part or the hard part is just figuring out how to get there. And, and you know, clearly it can be done clearly i mean people do it all over the place and they start businesses and they start festivals or they 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 stimulate their community or they you know they they bring the good they they care about the good you know and and that's just something that we don't have a whole lot of when you started this i'm curious to hear this so you started, I mean, obviously you had a passion for being in restaurants. That comes, Some of that comes from your family and your history. And you get into it and the momentum starts to build. At what point in that journey do you start to realize that you uh, are doing good on purpose? Does that make sense, what I'm asking mm-hmm. you? Versus just, hey, all of a sudden this stuff starts happening. Yeah. Was there ever a point where you went, no, now I am moving forward with some intent to yeah. affect? Yeah, um, it, it's 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 kind of a long story, but um, I'll, I'll I'll indulge you. Um, uh, this 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 time frame of twenty two twenty three for me um, that's a that's a big thing. Um, uh, I'm adopted. Okay, um, I didn't know that, and mm-hmm. um, I didn't know that until I was twenty two. Oh, wow. um, although I asked several times. Uh, because it just didn't add up. You were starting um, to see some things and go, well, this sudden I'm a fairly big guy. I'm I'm six two. Um, you know, I played I played football. I was you know fairly fairly large fella. And, you know, my my dad was a little fella. My dad's my dad was like five ten oh. a buck sixty or so. You know? Really? Okay. And here I was at eighteen and I'm like <laughs> six two, two seventy five, right. you know, benching the house and stuff, you know. <laughs> and I was like, you know, where did these come from, Dad? Right. Oh man, yeah, you got I, some balls. I, man. I've I've not yet ever met a human with larger hands. And Brother, I know they're out there. When you held your hands up, I'm yeah. look, guys, y'all are listening to this, but yeah, his hands are pretty big. Ridiculous. I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I, it's like my hands kept on growing and my body didn't or something. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I found out uh, pretty much it was all kind of simultaneously. I got I got with my wife. Uh, we started dating a little while after uh, meeting her. Um, the darndest thing happened. A customer came into the restaurant, uh, my, my folks place, and just started inquiring about how everything was and how everybody was doing. And, you know, I what not to me. To a to a, one of our servers and just kind of inquired like uh, you know how so and so you know hadn't seen them in a long time how's Dave personal you know, you know, questions you know the last time I, I can remember whenever 
Pat and Tim got Dave. Uh. And so the server who had been working for us for years, she was like, got, what do you mean? Got Dave? Oh, well he's adopted. And she, the server was like, no, I, I think you have it mixed up. And she was like, honey, I was there. Uh, I, I, I was at their house whenever they brought Dave to his folks, you know? And, Interesting. and so that all went down and there was a nice explosion uh, up here in my head yeah, um, yeah. of, you know, all of this stuff that I've worked on because I'm a, I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, I say I'm a big history buff. I really care about how we got here. Yeah, I get you. As a society, as a, as a civilization, as a country, as a, all those things wrapped up into one. I really like how, you know, I don't like how we got here. That's not the right. No, I know what you mean, though. You're fascinated by I, the I like interest to know in, yeah. how we've developed this far, you know? And so myself personally, I felt the same way. I very much like, you know, I'm 22. I'm made up of this. And I took stock in the fact that my mom is from France and my dad's from Oklahoma. So I'm part Indian. I'm part French. And Yeah, I see what you mean. You, you're very fascinated with the way elements come together and then become a thing and then those Correct. other elements form and, and if keep you're moving towards something if you're that yeah. you should own that yeah. you should you should care about that you should uplift that and so at that point it was like that carpet just got ripped out from under me wow, and man. so here i am at 22 just completely lost and i was i was I was such the experimenter. I completely just at 22, I was all over the place. I was learning how to play music. I was learning how to do this. I was learning how to do that. I was going to every concert known to man. I was just, I was out there, you know, Yeah. Um, just trying to, trying to find something. And so, <laughs> um, about two years ago, um, my wife got me, uh, 23 and me. Oh, really? The, the DNA. Yeah. The DNA situation. And, I wonder, and I, I've and never I was met just anybody like, who's done it. So you, I was just like, Oh God, no, this isn't going to work. Of course. Nobody related to me is going to be on this thing. This is going to be a waste of my time. You know, wow, man. Ha- I had to just play it off and <coughs> she got it for me for Christmas. And, um, she just, you know, Christmas day, it was just like a heartfelt, you know, cry thing. And, Oh gosh, you're bringing this up, and you know she, I, it was all from a wonderful place. She's she's my rock. She's everything I got. She's trying to give me what she has. She's trying to give me that that sense of being, and because up until this point, you know, I took stock, heavy stock in my kids. Yeah, for being the only bloodline I know at that oh, point. Right, right. You know, okay, it makes sense. My my daughter Cassidy, she was my 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 thing. She was my kids like this is all i got like all this whole world i know that that kid right there has my blood and then my other kid and my other kid it was like cassidy l and ian these are the only three people on the earth that i know have my blood so it was this really special thing so whenever this all comes to, to into play and and she's she's like you need to do this and i fought it for a little bit and new Year, new year's day came along from Christmas, like just just a week later, and so she she'd ask me every day, "Did you did you do the thing? Did you do the thing?" And it's just cotton swab in your mouth. It's not like this tragic thing you got to go through. It's just a cotton swab in your mouth. Put it in an envelope and send it off. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, fine. I'm gonna do it." So I did it. Sent it off. Get it back, and it was really this neat, like, "Oh wow, I'm I'm fourth. I'm." 
2% cousins with these people out of Lafayette or I'm this or that out of this area or nothing sticking, nothing like, nothing like, wow, I, I, I might have some family around here. Right. And then let's see, that was January. Um, probably, I think it was April, May, somewhere in there. I start getting a blip and all of a sudden uh, a lady hits me up and it was like, Hey, says here that I'm your aunt. Really? Um, oh, now, so is that how that service works? Yeah. So once you're in the system, it connects you it as starts other people start adding their data? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that's and how it, that and worked. It, it goes. It goes. Like, all of a sudden, at that point, she's telling me that she's my aunt. And it says here that we're 25%. We share 25% DNA and this and that. And uh, so that's that was my Aunt Jan. And my huh. Aunt Jan was like, you know, we need to meet and talk. So you did not know this person. Did right? not know this person at all. But this person had an office in Sulphur. And she was from Lafayette. She's an attorney. Really? And uh, she's like, you're Dave. And you have Luna. And I've been to Luna several times. <laughs> I have an office in Lafayette. I mean, in, in Sulphur and in Lafayette. I'm, a, I'm an attorney. Um, I'm going to be in town tomorrow. Can I stop in and, and meet you? And I was like, this thing says that you're my aunt. Yes, please. She shows up and like she walks in and is just immediately floored. There's lots of tears. Clearly, you belong to us. Wow. And man. so she pulls out her phone and she starts to show me pictures of her brothers. Oh, my God. Because she knows, she knows I'm not her. She knows I'm not her sisters. Right. So I have to be one of her swindler brothers because they were the older kids. Okay. They They messed around a lot. They weren't married early. They, they lived life and gotcha. all this stuff. And so, you know pulling out the phone and she was like i know whose you are i could tell you who she could tell just by i know looking who at you belong to i could tell you i'll wait to say 100 percent whenever you take a dna test but you belong to my brother mike that is and, and this nuts. is mike and it was just like oh my god and that's, you saw that's that's me as a 70 year old man right there you saw oh my gosh yeah oh completely like stature facial expressions uh we we these caterpillar eyebrows that we have like the beard like it 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 just it was like oh my gosh what did that feel like um oh man i'm still going through things with it honestly because i mean that's like the last two years you said in the, two this years past past two or three years yeah wow, i think man. it was the past so two years that's recent um, i mean it's the opposite of the void yeah it's, it's the complete opposite of the void yeah. that i had and look i i just I, I i attribute the restaurant business and like putting my nose to the grindstone and like just well well damn it if i don't know it i'm gonna make it i'm gonna create it i'm gonna yeah. figure out how to feel that void of not knowing where i come from or any of this stuff and then he comes along and we have a decent relationship oh so he uh, was so he was still living still I mean, living okay um and um you know, basically, I I, I am a hundred percent Kunas. My dad, <laughs> my dad, uh, he he passed a year after I met him. Really, uh, unfortunately. Um, and uh, so recently, then I mean, yeah, obviously, that's... last year February. Okay. Um, he uh, he was a bear, so I, I come from a bear Broussard. Okay. And in this, 
we backtracked and found out who my mom was. Really? Uh, and my mom was a Degatare Broussard. Degatare. I've never heard that name before. Me neither at that time. Um, so he, his family was from the Broussard Lafayette area. She was from the Sunset Karen Crow area. Interesting. And uh, <laughs> it just all came to, she had already been, she had already passed a few years before. You know, I had I never got a chance to meet her. But what, you know, besides getting that, wow, yes, I clearly belong to him and I clearly belong to this family and I, I, I can feel it. Mm. Um, I, I, I've not yet, I'm, I, at that point, I had not yet really had this hardcore DNA thing. Um, mm-hmm. DNA is a really, a really amazing thing. Um, to me, I attribute my ability to cook things and my ability mm. to know how to handle things in the kitchen uh, with food. A lot of it came. I, I truly believe it comes from the inside. It comes from my DNA, from that long line of of folks. Yeah. Um, come to find out, after meeting him. He was in the restaurant and bar business Get his whole here. life. Get out of here, man. Um, she was in. She worked in huh. the bar business some. Um, you know, it it all it all like comes together. It all like it. it a lot of stuff makes sense. A lot of stuff just starts to show itself. And because mm. look, I got to be honest with you. Like there's there's been times whenever I've just been able to grab ribs. Mm. I'm not a barbecuer. I'm not a guy who likes likes to spend a lot of time outside, standing by a pit, sweating outside, getting eaten by mosquitoes. I'm not that guy. If I'm going to cook for you, I'm going to cook in my kitchen. I'm going to whip up something that has to do with fish, probably, with a sauce or something to that effect. That's just my go-to. It's what I'm comfortable with. It's my favorite stuff. I could very easily be a pescatarian and, and live a very happy life. Fish is my favorite situation. I'm not with you today, honestly. So whenever barbecue comes up, my wife likes it. My kids like it. So... You know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll have a my, one of my food reps will be like, "Hey, I got this sample. I want you to check it out." He gave me some, a sample of some some uh, some short ribs, and was like, "Hey, cook some some ribs." You know, I, m- one of my kids loves ribs. Like Ella, my middle one, is a huge fan of them, and so I was just like, "Okay, yeah, I'll make her some ribs." And it's that kind of thing where the approach to stuff. I've never been taught how to cook ribs. I've never messed with ribs. I've 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 cooked brisket a handful of times or I've cooked this a handful of times as far as barbecuing is concerned. And somehow there's just an implemented thing inside that just knows how to handle it. There, there just mm. there's just a knowledge there that I stop and ask myself like how in the world do you know how to do that? How where where did it come from? And I I can't help but just attribute it to that. I can't help but just immediately point to that and go, well, clearly I come from a long line of kunasses that know how to do that. And it's just in here. Um, So yeah, I, I, I got to, I got to know my birth, my birth father. He passed away about a year later. Um, I have a sister. I had a sister. She actually passed a year, a month after him really in a tragic uh, she was riding her bike and got hit by a car. And oh it was just God, terrible. Um, but, yeah, I had a sister and a brother uh, from him. Um, and I have since become 
real close with the family. Um, I have a very close cousin uh, who who helped me with the whole thing. Once once it was my aunt Jan's uh, son. Uh, his name's Nick. Um, kind of helped me peruse through it all. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, you know, it it's uh, I kind of made my own purpose, my own my own reason for being here kind of thing with my my kids and my my uh my own universe thing yeah yeah and then all of a sudden my universe came to fruition and i found who i belong to and you know and, and granted like my, my mom is still here my mom is still alive she's kicking she's a she's a a, a tough lady um <laughs> and she's who wrote, she's who reared me and yeah. uh all of that and she'll always be uh my mother um but knowing the bloodline and knowing where yeah. I came from is, is some heavy, heavy stuff. You know, you know it's funny. I, it's not really funny, but I find a lot of interest in listening to you talk about this because I mean, look over my shoulder. You see this right here. Uh-huh. That's one of my the, the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Right. I'm a huge uh, fan. And it's because of everything you're talking about. So many people just love Superman, you know, the powers and all that stuff. But for me, I used to just cry as a little boy at the beauty of his story. And it's so similar because I loved that movie, how he was sort of all this stuff's going on with this character and he's growing up and he has these abilities, you know, and these natural things that that he doesn't understand even why. Mm -hmm. And then one day he finds out, you know, well, you're not exactly who you thought you were and it's like a huge shock right but then when he finally does finally get that knowledge you know i'm being a cornball here but i loved those scenes in that movie because i was like look now he he gets to marry these two things together that's why he is other kryptonians aren't going to be superman right right completely they, he they they were who they were and then humans they were just some normal guys that's right up but there he gets to marry like all this rearing that he had but there's still this mystery to his life and when the pieces finally plug in it's like oh now i'm this person yeah. i get to embrace it fully and it's in me now i understand myself completely that's, that's kind of just mirror some of what you're yeah. saying this whole time i've been sitting here kind of big-eyed going Man, you, you you got the you got the Kal El Superman story going Man, on. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and and look, I, I in in lieu of in lieu of that adoption stuff and all of that, like, I, um, you know, I, I just I I, I I always seem to think like I was saying earlier that the whole you know miles to go before I sleep or I've got <laughs> stuff to do. Like yeah. I, I am not near finished with with what I want to see happen, and. That want to see happen is a, is kind of empty. It's mm. it's, it's it's to be filled, you yeah. know. Um, every day I, I I go to work with a with a with an open mind of what else are we going to do today? What else mm. is going to come along? Um, how the festival came along? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, getting it to go from where it was to where it is now. Um, you know, with the restaurant getting where it was to where it is now, then growing it to another city. You know, luckily a partner came along and and and, and everything takes financing. Mm, so, sure, sure. So my partner came along with financing, uh, an old friend. You know, all of that. So uh, the pieces of the puzzle just keep kind of making their way into my into yeah. my my thing. You know, and so. Uh, you know, kind of getting to be an ambassador for the state that I love a whole lot. That's wild, man. All of that getting to just to 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 really, 
you know, whether I got to do that because I put on a cool festival or I got a great restaurant, whatever it is, it's like I'm completely floored and humbled. And it, it really makes for, uh, like, uh, like I said, I'm not done. I got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, and it just gave me one more fold yeah as a as a thing to do um you know i want to consult i want to i want to help people do the restaurant better i want to not that i have their answers i i can go in and help them however i might see fit sure but being able to go see how it's done in atlanta being you know getting these chances you know lyle um Lyle is a is a world of information when it comes to food. He's a great guy. Being able to hang, just being able to hang out with him and his Sue uh, Classy for a few days, getting to us in the restaurant business, we don't get to talk shop a whole lot. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we don't have. We're in such a competitive. Um, we're in such a competitive uh, means of earning a living that usually you wind up just kind of being bitter towards everybody. I can see that. And I want to be friends with everybody. It's like, no, we, we both grudge through the same ditches and stuff. Like we need to, we need to uplift each other. We need to be partners. And luckily, you know, I'm, I, I like to think that I'm, buddies with most everybody out there um definitely with lyle i've been buddies for him for a long time but being able to talk shop being able to actually you know swap ideas or you know it's just it's such a a needed scenario that uh if anything that's what that opened up lines of communication it's very interesting for you to hear you talk about that that way because i mean i would say being in advertising is kind of exactly the same way and it really wasn't until we decided to do this podcast that things changed honestly because for so long it was like that it's like hey everybody's got to get those clients have got to go somewhere and everybody's vying for the same kind of pool of clients you know everything anything new coming in the market everybody tries to get that client and bring it into their under their umbrella you know under their management and that's a little bit of a rat race and it doesn't it doesn't create friends it creates competition Mm -hmm. and not even healthy competition yeah and i'm I'm that guy in food that i'm i don't like to look at food in a competitive way yeah right Right, right. Have your own taste. Yeah. Have your own, like, make up your own food. It could be as off the wall as possible, but it's yours. Right. And if you own it, right. if you own it and hold it and, like, treat it with care and stuff, all of a sudden that's your brand or that's yes. your identity, you know? And I, I've always taken it that way. I've always, like, I don't participate in competitions i don't i'm not the chef to go and be you're not a cook-off chef you know uh i got contacted by chopped and i've got contacted by a lot of those shows because of the restaurant it's pretty amazing yeah and whenever they ask me have you ever thought about being on the show it's like no no it's not your it's not my cup of tea um it's not how i enjoy i want to cook some food for some folks and have them enjoy it not to belittle someone beside me or me get belittled or any of that. Like I, that's not what this is for. This is, and again, uh, I kind of have a, a, I guess I say it's a twisted viewpoint on food. Um, it's pure enjoyment. It's pure entertainment. Um, and pure necessity. We're, we're, we're humans and we're made to think that we need to eat three times a day. Uh, If you do the math, there's 365 days a year, and we got to eat three times a day, and we all live this long, average lifespan of this long. It really is something that's just—it's just we're filling a void. Mm. You know what I mean? And so most meals are just there to nourish 
what your body needs. So to, to hold it in such high regard, to think that I'm going to have to eat this spectacular stuff every meal, it's like, uh, don't hold up. Don't hold it up so high. You know, yeah, 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 you're yeah. filling a void. You're just getting some nourishment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like folks with the with the with the posting and the reviewing and the yeah, it's hard. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, I can't. I don't. Even imagine I don't know. I don't know if in the like. brand business that you get you know bashed. You don't get for, bashed like for that. not having the right silverware on the table or not having uh, you know the person the table who were there before you left some crumbs on the floor and now the restaurant's going to get bashed because you right. got a dirty restaurant. It's just the na- the, the nature of the beast and yeah. the beast is ugly. So yeah. that changed for you, right? I mean, because that wasn't in place when you opened. I mean, social media no. didn't exist. It came. It came apps. along a little bit after and you know it's a double-edged sword it's 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 kind of a, a heavy lucifer thing to me yeah the, the yelps yeah, and yeah. the all that stuff because in in one light you want to receive the five stars and you mm. want to get the good talks and the oh the best stuff ever you want to hear those things but then you know you have the folks again like i was saying about the crumbs on the floor you know maybe they came to eat whenever you had two people out of the kitchen maybe you know you're missing stuff that it's all human yeah it's all human stuff man you're, you're nailing a lot of things it's funny because like i said i can talk myself out of a job but that's why i'm a big advocate of brands telling their own story absolutely i mean i think people smell bullshit they smell mm-hmm. advertising and i've said that for years i'm like such an advocate of telling true stories right. i mean i'm not saying go show a greasy spoon sure but show real people all the staged yeah. stuff i mean show real customers saying real things how easy is it for you to just be like hey i'll give you a free entree if you just go post five stars on yeah. there for me right right exactly I, I, right that happens all over the place right. maybe maybe not you know, uh, as often as I think it does, but uh, it's pretty easy to manipulate those things into oh, making it seem sure. a certain way. Yeah, and you know, um, just the 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 if they had any idea, honestly, if they had any idea of the breakdown of the complete soul breakdown that they're doing to people by doing that, they might stop. Yeah. The, you know, the, your average diner is not a food critic. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they think they are. That's what that, those not. things have done. They've created that kind of culture. I don't like this stuff either. I'm going to tell you, I've never, I, when we went, when we travel, I, in fact, I remember I, my thing, my go to app for traveling is TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. And I love leaving reviews on TripAdvisor. I actually enjoy it, but I always said I would never leave a bad one. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to leave a good one when it feels like I had a good experience. I should, I should promote this because wow i'm floored and honestly everywhere it was crazy how many times i would go man this is a great place and i would i would tell my wife i'm gonna take a picture and leave a review and i'd actually spend some time almost every single time the owner if i'd go back the next day the owner of the restaurant would go hey uh, you left a nice review yesterday. They actually come to your Thank table you so and much. say something. And yeah. I told Michelle, I said, isn't this so much better than just going in and looking for what's wrong? Oh, man. Go in and look for what's right. Oh, man. That's, just a, that's small a part of our society that flip, has you know? happened that is a byproduct of what we're talking about. Yeah. That has, it's created a, like, we, you know, an, it's an unfortunate situation, but. It's almost a daily occurrence that we have folks come in and like, well, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Or, you know, I, I'm from the I'm from the school of 
we're all adults. We're we're all humans. We're all adults. If you're going out to eat by yourself, or you're going with meet some friends, or whatever, you're old enough to get there and do it on your own. Yeah. If if you read the, the detail, if you read, well, this is what I'm ordering. It comes with this. It comes with this, and then you get it, and you don't like it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's prepared exactly. You just don't like that. You right. just yeah. misunderstood something, or you thought you liked avocado, and you got it, and you don't like avocado. I I can't eat this. I come from the school of, well, you know what? You're you're an, you're an adult, <laughs> yeah. and you and you and you, you you ordered it right, and we brought it. We delivered our part. And that's how it comes every time. Right. And it's on the menu because folks like it. So we just thought you'd like it too. So you can't, we don't, I, I'm, and I'm, I, I, I look at it, I call it the chilies factor. Mm, okay. The chilies factor and, and nothing against chilies. I don't eat, I don't eat in any of those places. It's just the, the, the nature of the beast. I'm locally owned. I try to eat it only locally places. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I call it the chilies factors because they, 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 overindulge customers and oh you don't like that well here's a gift card here's a free this and uh, would you like a t-shirt too just come back next week yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and oh, yeah, so you're right i'm i'm from the exact opposite i want you to come in and enjoy it and if you don't you've learned that you know what i thought i like this but i don't, but like, I don't this. like that yeah next time i come in i know i won't order that order something different right not not a bashing right. not not a not a how dare you not give me a gift card for not liking this yeah. if it's burnt if you ordered it medium rare and it's well done if you ordered it you know whatever i don't want mayo on it and we put mayo all over it whatever those things if we made a mistake by all means we're going to fix it immediately but if you just don't like it because you're an adult who don't know all the stuff they that they like and they don't like well just average this in to a learning experience yeah and unfortunately that turns into those negatives yeah that turns into those points against you you know the 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 negative marks or the i can't believe they didn't comp this yeah yeah whenever they're not thinking that plate of food for all you guys listening out there the restaurant business the restaurant business is made up of a very small very small profit margin we're talking about in a hundred percent situation 75% of that 100% goes to paying for the rent, paying for the employees, paying for the plate, paying for everything in front of you. So the 25% left over, so if you buy something and it's $20, $5 of that is the profit. <laughs> All right. Then. It's the business. Right. It's, it's the way it works. Luckily, we sell a lot of food and that, that's great. But there's so much tied into it, you know. If someone orders in, in some foods, you know, we do we do a very big variety. We can we can fix you a cheeseburger or we can fix you a fillet. It's it's I I don't I'm not trying to compartmentalize or make folks think that you only get burgers at a fast food joint and you only get fillets at a fine dining place. You can wear flip flops and eat both. You can wear a tie and eat both. It doesn't matter. It's just food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I do. Yeah. So, so to have this thought process of that, to have this, you know, it's it, it makes for a difficult day sometimes to to watch folks 
I guess, you know, we're just trying to train folks in a, in a, in a eat out kind of way where it's like, look, you might not, if, if we messed up, we'll fix it. If we yeah. didn't mess up, we don't, we don't feel the need to give you the house. See, I, I guess and I, I have a hard time with those types of things too, because I, for good or for bad, I tend to think of eating out as a privilege. Yeah. I don't it's come at it from, it's a luxury. I mean, and, and we do get to eat out quite a bit, but I've I never, and I'm not, maybe I don't want to say never. I don't know. That's sort of too broad of terms. But for the most part, I've always taken that approach that I'm lucky to be able to do this. Yeah. And I don't mean going to the restaurant, like expecting them to treat me like, hey, you're lucky to be here. Right. But I try to take that on myself. And so when I go eat... If there's something just a little off, or or even or, or maybe I don't like what I ordered, just like you said, I don't ever feel like it's anybody's job but my own. Right. Does if that makes any sense? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what we're looking at. That's what we're trying to to you know to reinstate, I guess, because it's the culture of the restaurant business and the way that the corporate chains came in. And and I I call it the Chili's factor, but it's it's Chili's, it's Outback, it's all the ones that have hundreds and hundreds of locations. They have a marketing team that that they pay. They have. All of these different moving parts that we we as little guys don't. Right. You know what I mean? We, no, it's we, true. We can't afford to do that. Right. We can't afford to do that and then give a gift card to every person that calls to have us donate a gift card. Right. We, like, the, again, it's the 25%. And the, the delivery we were talking about earlier. Yeah, delivery, right. I was going to ask you about you that. You got that 25%, that 25% margin. Yeah. The last number that was thrown our way was they wanted 25%. So I would have been fixing all this food, cooking all this food, boxing it up, trying to make sure it's on time and and ready and hot and good for you to pick up and not making a dime. Yeah. And then on top of that, just to have the business, there's that same culture in that to me that. Not again. I can't speak for all of them. I just I don't even use those services. I'm not a. Um, I did for a little while because it was great. Me and my wife would, you know, get off work and find ourselves at home and light a fire pit in the back and got a got a bottle out. in. We're 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 having wine. We've drank a bottle. We don't want to leave the house. Oh, this is awesome! How convenient is this? And it's only that. You know? We've tried. I'll tell you what. Some of what's happened with us and our eating out habits, and we've we've been in the last year especially tried to be more environmentally conscious about our purchases, right? And so, a lot of that is cutting out single use items. Right. Well, when what we noticed, and I, I did one night, we did order takeout, and I went and picked it up. And I, I came home with this giant, I mean, different meal for everybody in the family. Mm-hmm. I came home with this giant plastic sack, and I told my wife, I said, look at all this. All this trash. All this trash. Right. And I mean, and, and literally, it's styrofoam and plastic forks, and you almost can't get around it. And I said, we just got to stop doing this. We got to either go out to eat or cook. And, or cook. Yeah. And not do this takeout stuff. Yeah. It's and, hard. And it is. It's so hard, especially when you're trying to make those choices. So with the delivery thing, we knew. We did it one time, and I was like, this is a bag of trash. I mean, yeah, there's food in here, but there's more trash yeah. than food. More honestly. poundage than trash. Look, I, and, and I'm an environmentally sound kind of guy. I want my planet to be good. I want it to be healthy. I don't like seeing trash in the bayou or anywhere, you right, know? Right, And so, you know... Uh, coming from that standpoint, I can't tell you how many times I'm, I'm sure my my food rep could 
give you an earful of, geez, Dave, what the hell? I, 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 I yearly, I'm like, hey man, you got any new to go stuff? Anything, any, any, yeah. any of that biodegradable stuff? Come on, man, you got some of them boxes? Come on, you know, because it's it's just that it's trying to find the alternative, and what what uh, probably a lot of folks don't understand is that all of that stuff. Is like triple the cost. I know. So yeah. you can you can that twenty five percent gets sucked down exactly. even more if there you, you want to be this environmentally sound restaurant. You That's know. Right. So it's 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 just that. It's like man, it's weird, man. It's a how tough get around thing. It? Yeah. Yeah. How do you get around it? I actually, I'm glad we're talking about that because I mean, I think it's easy for people who are trying to who care about the environment on the outside to go. Hey, you you need to quit using these containers. I mean, and I'm not one of those people. I actually the poor turtles would, and the poor this. Yeah, yeah I was true. Like it's the for poor. that to happen, but I understand that. I think we put the blame. Hmm, it's kind of like this. I mean, I hear people. I talk about this all the time. That Coca-Cola mm-hmm. is in the bottle business, not the Coke business. Right. Right. They're Coca-Cola bottling company. They want to sell you a bottle. That's really what they're selling you. The mm-hmm. Coke itself is the the that gets you into the bottle. Yeah. So if I don't if I don't want to have plastic, then that's not on Coke. That's on me. Right. I got to make that choice to not buy a Coke in a plastic bottle. Right. And I got to ask myself, do I want to be the kind of person that says, well, damn it, I want a Coke, and this is all it comes in, so right. I'm going to drink my Coke, but shame on you, Coke, for selling me that plastic bottle. Right. I feel that way about restaurants and stuff, because we, when we go out to eat, sometimes we're that weird family where it's like some places there's a place in town i like to eat it's a taco place but like their plates even when you dine in are styrofoam right after i went a couple of times i told my wife i said look i mean we kind of can't do this if we're like gonna honestly be honest about this that every time we eat here we're gonna have to throw stuff we're just throwing us in the trash mm-hmm. that's on me not them and i'm happy i know it I hate to pause the program, but I want to ask you something. Did you know that you can help me and my team at Parker Brand Creative Services grow the Find the Good News signal? For less than a fancy cup of coffee, you can become an Early Risers Club patron on our Patreon page. What's Patreon? Well, it's a way for creators to fund their projects by pooling support from those really passionate people that believe in what they're doing. Do you believe in what we're doing with Find the Good News? I hope you do. We believe that there's already enough negative news in the world, even right here at home, and that good people doing good works deserve a platform to speak from too. That's why we created Find the Good News, and we believe in that simple mission. Maybe you believe in it too. If you do believe in finding and sharing good news, then head over to our Patreon page right now or check out the link in the show description. For a commitment of $3.33 a month, you can join the Early Risers Club of Find the Good News Patreon supporters and get access to The B-Sides, a patrons-only podcast with the crew behind Find the Good News, Parker Brand Creative Services. Each time we level up, the Patreon rewards will get bigger. If you're tired of old news, bad news, and fake news, help support Find the Good News at patreon.com slash news. That's patreon.com slash find the good news now back to the episode right if it makes any sense but we take the stance that it's on them like right. 
someone made me go eat that. Well, and if only you were a bad reviewer, you could get on their site and give right. them a one star yeah. because why you got all this styrofoam? Do they even care about the environment? Yeah. I mean, Mother Earth is this. dying. How shamed. It's, hey, it's, you know? it's both sides. It's right. like, wait, yes, it's I, just I understand. You know what I mean? Like, that's oh, I, yeah. it's tough. I mean, so we try to make choices. And we don't, but you can't go giving people heat because of because you're right. There, there, there's it's a luxury first of all, and you guys have a thin profit margin to begin with. If I'm oh, yeah. asking you, do I want to pay a higher price? And then right. people go, well, no, it's hard. You know, I'm already paying. absolutely not. My bill was already this, and it's like, there you yeah, go. But if I were right, to right. if I were to it's be tough, able man. to chalk up for you how much it costs to put that in front of you and all of that <laughs> right. stuff, all of a sudden you're like, wow, you do all of this for that. Right. What's wrong with you? Right. I mean, right. honestly, like I've got guys who I got finance buddies that are just like, why on the hell are you in the restaurant business? That is such a non-profitable business. And it's like, well, I have a nice home. I pay for everything I got. It's cool. We make a, a decent living. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm not looking to, to, to you know, break records or, or have this right. giant income. We do just fine. It's the it's the business to me. It's it's the, I'm able to cook for people. I'm able to feed your soul. I'm able to, I'm yeah. able to yeah. to make in and that's that's a part of that whole universe thing again. Yeah. You know, it's I'm not only giving your belly some some loving. I'm giving your head like you're you're, you're listening to music. You're having some drinks. You're having some. Hopefully, you're having some camaraderie. Hopefully, yeah, right, right, hopefully, right. like you know. Uh, I don't know about you, but we both have the same aged kids. And so when we go to dinner, it's very quick to be like, put your phone up. <laughs> right. We're going to go ahead and talk face to face. Right. Have some time together. Just right. put it away. This is what this is for. You've been on your phone all day. Please put it away. We're going to talk yeah. with our voices. Nobody's Enjoy texting. Enjoy the meal. We're going to come have come, a... Yeah. yeah exactly. How is yours? Great. Wonderful. You know, these, these meaningful conversations that need to happen. Right. That that are so lost that are so left behind yeah. man um and so you know i that's what i look for whenever folks come to the to, to luna i really try that right there that effort that you know i want you to want to put your phone away i want you to want to have a conversation with the person at the table with you and laugh out loud and a, and a full belly laugh because you're happy to be yeah. there and you're enjoying your company and you're enjoying the sounds and the smells and the food and the it all works together wow mm. i left there being a better person and i'm not saying luna food makes you a better person i'm talking about the actual event yes of the enjoyment yes. the enjoyment makes you a better person i love that you know what i mean yeah and th th that's the same thing with the with the festival or the the giving folks live music to listen to or any of that stuff it's like Look, look you you got a great message. Look for the good. Find the good. Like that is a great send-off message with everybody around you. Look for the good cuz so many people quit and so many people forget that that even exists. Yeah. Oh, well that that people aren't good anymore. It's people funny that you say that because I I had the little thing I, I kind of <coughs> chuckled at myself this morning cuz right across the street from our our office here is the sort of local famous snow cone stand that everybody knows about well somebody has a new owner and they've rebuilt it and now it's like this you know specialty coffee shop too and it's it's really cool now a year ago you know when it at certain times a year out there you can't get out of here 
because there's so many cars, but you also can't get in. So if you're trying to get to work, the way our driveways are connected, I could get in the turning lane and potentially sit in the turning lane and be looking at somebody forever, and neither of us know who to let go first, if that makes any right, sense, sure. to cross the road. There's two ways, and I laughed because I had that thought. The other day I was trying to get to work and I couldn't get here, and on one hand, uh, you know, I went, man, we have this coffee shop across the street. And that was my downward, I live in Lake Charles, mm-hmm. tone. Yeah. And literally, I caught myself. The damn bridge, yeah, that whole da- thing. Exactly. Yeah. But then I thought immediately, I've tried to retrain, and it happened instantly. I was like, but I go over there. Those people are great. I love talking to them. They're mm-hmm. always smiling. I, I've tried every coffee there. They're fun. They're happy. Or they whenever you told me you were in sulfur, <laughs> I went, God, the sulfur. damn bridge. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I looked at the time frames and it was like, two's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's like, <coughs> it's not five. Right. For no. crying out loud, don't be anywhere near sulfur at five. <laughs> it's, it's insane here. It's amazing. But it's that, my tone was down about that. And But I went, oh, this is the good. The good is I have a coffee shop across yeah. the like right across the street anytime I want And it's good enough to be busy. Yeah. It's like they, they do a good enough job to be packed. Yeah. So that's what yes. that's the difference. Not just a crappy like, coffee shop. <laughs> you can have, you can, you can choose to look at it. To the to have the same words come out of your mouth and, and they can mean two different things completely. Oh yeah, you know, just in I, tone. I find that that's what I just I I want to do more and more, especially as I get older. Because sometimes when you get older, you can get more cogity, and mm-hmm. I've started to sense some of that in myself too, a little bit just like oh, complacency. Man. Yeah, you know, I've seen done that. it. I'm it. good. I don't yeah. want to try anymore. The day I say that, like I I really don't look forward. I don't ever want to say that. Like to be up at a point in life where it's like you know what i've done enough i'm just gonna live out my days being a crotchety old bastard (laughs) no no i i want to improve things i want i want for for the state i live in wherever it might be it'll be here for a long time i want the state that i live in to to like embrace itself and 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 care right care about things that are around care that somebody just threw some trash out of their car and right. you know like like the stuff just the, the the surroundings and all of that stuff man like i don't i don't ever see like i don't i i, I that's something i i hold close is yeah is a care is a i want this to be better yeah no matter no matter how good it is i mean i, I could live in the best place possible and i'm going to try and figure out how can i how can me being here mm-hmm. help improve it how can how can i do my part that's very important to, to, to do what you're saying there i talk about this a lot and i i don't know exactly the right way to frame it i guess because it comes out different every time but I, I see people complain like about litter or anything online and it's like you know they should do this or someone needs to pass an ordinance about that or there needs to be another law about this and and i always this this is my next thing that comes out is like it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter what kind of ordinance you pass. It doesn't matter what kind of law you pass. Until it's a critical change within people, it won't matter. And people go, that's not true. I go, it is true. There are laws against speeding. We still speed. There's laws against litter. We still litter. There's laws against murder. We still murder. Right. The change has to happen critically, like in people. That is a long, slow process. One mm-hmm. person to the next over time. I mean, it's just like what I see you doing downtown. You've put your care in. You continue to care. You continue to change it. You continue to implement, just like with the festival. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when by transference, other other businesses are going. Well, I see what Dave's doing. 
Mm-hmm. He cares. He's putting back in. Well, that's what I need to do to, to my degree, you know, mm-hmm. and try to do that. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of change. And you don't need ordinances to make that happen. Oh, no. That's all about what's going on inside of people. Right. That's very hard to manage with, you know, the letter of the law, I think, sometimes. Oh, yeah. You can't certainly. catch that, you know, in a bottle, Mm-mm. really. No, not at all. I mean, and because it's, we're all individuals, we're all unique yeah. individuals, and what makes each of us tick is far different. You know, yeah. some folks, some folks, the you know, like it's amazing to 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 really see what what what's out there and how it works and what makes folks do the things they do, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. You know, it's it's it boils down to we're all individuals, and you are very right when you when you say that about the ordinances and and all that stuff. It doesn't it that. I mean, look, we're shrouded in all that stuff as it is. Right, it's we're already out there. Shrouded in all that, you know, yeah. and taxes and all this ridiculous mess that that's what our lives as 45-year-old men sitting at a table together right now what it's come to before we we didn't have any say in it. Right. None of us had a say in it. I mean, come right, on. The right. stuff was set a sale a long time right. ago, you way just, before we were you're ever born here. and you're plugged into this system exactly. that you didn't sign off here's on. Your, right. Here's your card. Here's your just move right along. Right. Don't cause so much trouble. Blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And it, it's just it's just the way it's come to be. But if you own it yourself, if, mm. you, if you take pride in it yourself, if you have, you know, that, 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 uh, that urge to be, the urge to care, that urge to to have a an inkling of a of a care. You know, yeah. I mean, to me, like, yeah, that that's that's something that everybody needs to own for themselves. That that just doesn't happen very often. I've enjoyed this a lot, man. Yeah, I've enjoyed listening to everything you said, man. I've I've, I've honestly looked forward to a moment of of like being asked to come and do this. Really, uh, I, I really I, I saw it happen. I saw you know, uh, I'm good. Uh, I'm uh, Morgan Elaine. Oh yeah, and yeah. all that group and. Uh, John O'Donnell, yeah. like all these folks, Jody Taylor. I'm looking at his face. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. He's I know there. all these guys, you know. And and unfortunately, I just I just mumbled off three or four of the people that I would recommend <laughs> coming on the show. Um, and you know, I've watched them do it, and it's like, man, I I, I hope I get asked to do that. That's great, this is, man. This is such a cool situation. I'm a big fan of of you know, of course, the the Joe Rogans and the yeah, sure. the different the different podcasts out there that are informative and you really, you know, I don't ever get to have a conversation with somebody while we're recording it and talking and other people get to listen to it. Yeah. And it's inspiring. That's what I hope. I mean, I've, I've heard other people. I I mean, I told my wife at lunch today, Dave, honestly, just sometimes I'll be at work and my little messenger will go off and it'll be somebody like today that said, Hey, I just want to let you know, you know, I, I'm just a fan, but at the, of the show, but it's actually helped me because I, you know, was struggling with this or that. And I, and on Wednesdays I tune in because I, I feel like I'm going to hear something from somebody, you know, and that, and I've been dealing with this thing that is and I'm so like killer, man, just a random thing. Wow. I know. Cool I told my wife, that? I mean, it makes me, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I could sit here and cry about it. I'm yeah. like, that's all I could ever wanted. That's, you know? that's you, you found your, you found your, 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 your path of touch you found your path of that's awesome man it's a, and you know man i mean 
sharing local stories like this i think it's so easy we talked about colorado you know 10 times today so easy to look over there and go well they got the mountains you know and they got this and and yeah they do and it is beautiful i mean we both agree on that but it and when you get latched on that other place or that out there sometimes you can just totally miss what you have what you have in front of you oh sure you know and uh that's what I was doing for a lot of years. I mean, caught in the web of, you know, trying to push out brand messages all the time, you know, and it's like, man, I'm going to miss what's happening right in front of me. And I'm like, or, or I'm going to get jaded, right. you know, I'm going to get jaded and I don't want to be jaded either. So I need to really like make a conscious effort to like, look at what's good. Right. In right. Front of me. Well, man, I'm, I, this has to be a great byproduct for you because I can only imagine you know, being in the doing what you're doing for a living and, and having a, a, a company that promotes other companies. Mm, yeah, you're, you're completely focused on pushing other folks stuff to a point of what about my stuff? Man, you're you just literally said, what about uh, my stuff? I, I can only imagine how first time we've gotten to do this yeah. because and I don't want to make it all about me because I really do want to keep it on the guests. But at the same time, I that's an important message. I I said that to somebody the other day. I said, you know, in, in a decade or even just doing it for 20 years, there's a lot of ideas you pitch out to people. There's a lot of things that you know, just like you said, you cook them ribs intuitively. There's a lot of things that you intuit because mm-hmm. you just that's what you do. Right. And familiar. You're familiar with, right. the, with the fabric of it. You know, so you'll have a conversation with a client and, and maybe they're about to make a marketing decision or a communication decision. And then you go, hey something in my gut i have no research to back it up but something in my gut is telling me that maybe you shouldn't say this or maybe you shouldn't put this out here or maybe you should shift it this way or maybe people would care more about this and there's a i mean a lot of times where people go now we're going to do it the way we're going to do it anyway and so you just get you get shoved away or an idea you think would be good for them gets shoved away oh yeah and so for years we've just done that and it's not that 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 is work you know you're working for them you're trying to implement their idea but i told my wife i said you know we have a storehouse of all these things that we believe in that just haven't been implemented right and so what happens if we take all this stuff that we've tried to get other people to do and we just start doing it for no other purpose than just to put something good a good a good signal is Mm -hmm. the word just a good signal out there that is, I don't know, just everything we believe in. And yeah. then invite other people into that conversation. And what we've found is there's people like you out there. And you go, man, there's so many people who have the same hunger and, and drive to see just a better world yeah. than what we've got. Well, yeah, because it's easy to get caught up in how terrible stuff could be. You yeah. know, I mean, it's it's pushed down our throats every day mm-hmm. on the news or on the and through the through the bad review people. Or That's through, exactly through the, right. Through the pissy people who, you know, might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And look, it's easy. Mm. I used to wake up on the wrong side of the bed a lot. Oh, me too. I mean, a lot, lot to where my wife was like, you got to stop because you're making our relationship bad. And, you know, there was a shift at some point in my life where I, I can't even tell you when it was, but I, 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 th- I think it had something to do with, uh, I don't like to use the word satisfied because it's just like, I, yeah, well, I, I made you happy this one time or something. Yeah. But satisfaction in, in the sense of satisfied with yourself mm. and satisfied with your efforts as a person and 
by golly, I'm going to do the best I can. We all want, we are taught to do that in our life. We're all taught as kids, you know, you got to try the best, you got to do this, whatever. And to actually find satisfaction, Mm. to actually be proud of yourself Mm -hmm. or to be proud of the situation that you're a part of or any of that and to take stock in it. You know, um, I think that's where it came from at that point. And, and all of a sudden it was like overnight, I quit waking up with, with a bad situation. I quit waking up pissed off and look, I'll be damn honest with you. There's a point in time every day almost, and I'm not even exaggerating. There's a point in time every day where there's a plenty enough reason to be miserable, to be pissed off, to be completely agitated beyond all belief. Um, I employ 60, 60 people. I think we might be at 58 right now, but it fluctuates between like 55 and 65. Uh And in any given day of the seven day a week work week that we have, uh, I left off an important part. Um, most of which are under the age of 25, um, even 28, I'll say. Um, I have at least one person call in, four or five call in late. All of these situations that make life really difficult. Um, days where I'm not supposed to be in a kitchen. I've got I've got an interview with Orrin at two o'clock. I've got this. I got to yeah. be at. I got this. Got to be at. None of that matters. None of, nobody. Nobody's. Like, oh well. You, oh will you have stuff to do? Well, I'm gonna come in. I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to try and call in sick. It, that's not how it works. You know. So it's it's looking past. It's I keep on staring at find the good, and it's finding the good. It's mm. finding that 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 purpose yeah. of waking up and like you know. I used to. I've always been an early riser. I've always been a late to bed guy. I've always exhausted myself to a point where you know my wife is like man you sleep like a baby how do you sleep like a baby every day you have so much going on it seems like you would just be a freak and look i just overly exhaust myself to a point where i'm going to sleep i will not off on the couch my mom and stepdad were over last night have we we uh, my wife makes a really mean gumbo they came over we sat around the fire for a little while and then we had gumbo and uh you know my son clicks on the football game we sit down and start watching the football game five minutes i'm out i'm out it's like nine eight thirty nine o'clock i'm nodding off mm. you know mm-hmm. but that's just the way it is I, I i push myself to a point where it's complete exhaustion pass out wake up do it again mm-hmm. wake up do it again and i'm cool with that because i know i'm 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 on a course i'm on a course for for conquering all of it and trying to do every like try my best trying to trying to do as good as i can and trying yeah. to manage as much as possible and I've, I've alluded to the lafayette store yeah yeah i wanted to hear more about yeah. that the lafayette store came along uh probably be probably about five years ago i started i started looking at what i had in in, in lake charles and knowing that luna has luna has legs luna luna could could be something in any city that it that it would be in and so it's one of those restaurants where it can work no matter where it's at um there's enough good stuff there there's enough you know creativity there's enough any of that you know you, you could put it up against anything and it, and it would work and so you know to say that i've, I've been fi- trying to figure out how to get it in somewhere else 
you know, lightly, mm-hmm. uh, not not pursuing it too hard because I'm busy putting on festivals and running the one I have and all that. <coughs> Excuse me. The, the 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 possibility came up um, four or five years ago, and so we started looking and we started, you know, kind of fractioning and oh, is this something we could do and really you know oh man i i can't tell you how many times i've been called crazy for wanting to try this you know and so you know um back burner back burner back burner mm. you know we'd, we'd go look at locations and say oh that's great but it's not the it's not what it's supposed to be back burner that happened a few times and then uh a, a good buddy of mine his name's ryan um overheard a conversation I was having with somebody and that somebody was like, Hey, are you still wanting to do something in Lafayette? I, this, this location came up and I just, I totally thought of you. And I was like, Oh really? Where is it? And he's listening to our conversation. And after the guy walks off, you know, he came over and he was like, Hey, you, you, you really wanting to do that? And I was like, yeah, man, it's, it's always been there. It's always, it's been there for a long time. It's just a, you know, it's gotta be the right it's got to be right. it's got to be a, a, a positive thing i don't right. i don't want to i don't want to do this in a negative way and uh you know knowing him for probably geez 20 years or so uh it just kind of was like well you know he he you want to you want to give it a go and uh it just developed into this thing where we we've I know it's right. It feels right. Yeah, you I know the right, it's right. The things are lining up properly because of all that. Yeah, but we've had this amazing run, right? the The Lake Charles store is fantastic. We're busy every day. It's wonderful uh, business. I, I I would say something ridiculous like business couldn't be better, but every time I say that, it just gets busier and busier. So it's just amazing. Um, so you know, um, coming to the Lafayette situation. Um, it's all the universe. The universe is still working for me. Uh-huh. The universe is still going forward for me. The universe keeps plopping things into my lap. Uh-huh. Um, just finding its way in. Uh, yeah. My financing, my partner came along. Um, the location. The location... Okay, Lake Charles. Lake Charles is a. No matter where we do these, it'll be downtown. It'll be in a in a historic building. Nice. The building will have to have brick on both sides. It's just some some particulars I've put yeah, into place. That's what you're looking for, yeah. And so, you know, this building is Fits exactly all those that. Markers. Um, Lake Charles, right? Lake Charles is a 20 foot wide by 100 foot deep. The original building. That's what the size is. Yeah. This building is 24 foot wide by 140 foot long. Oh, wow. Uh, almost a, almost exactly the same. <laughs> Brick crazy. walls, tall ceiling, outdoor space. The oh, whole really? thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. Um, and so these, these particular things in this business, they keep on happening where... You know, we got a we got a really amazing situation happen with all of our equipment. Uh, we came across a, a a deal of the century. We got said deal of the century. Um, I mean, tons of equipment for very little money. Um, everything is just in our court. Everything keeps falling in our lap. Um, Lafayette is a wonderful place. Lafayette's municipal stuff. Their city functioning stuff. I've been a part of Lake Charles's for a long time. 
Lake Charles could do itself a big, big favor and pay attention to what Lafayette's doing and how they operate their functioning business stuff, where you go to get permits, where you go to get um, any kind of, uh, you know, any of that stuff, man. Um, they're, they're progressive. They have a, a different system than here. And their, their system is so much different and so much more efficient and, so it's more conducive to like creativity. Like oh, if you man. come in and say, hey, "I have an idea I want to implement." You yeah. Might well, deal here, with a lot of- here you would you would meet with single people. Here you would meet with this permit guy or this permit girl or this office for this or that for that. I had a meeting in Lafayette and I sat at a table with eight other people. And at that eight people were, or in that eight people were the fire marshal, the building inspector, Mm. the DDA, the city, this official, this person, that person, like all of the people who I need to talk to, to open a business in Lafayette are sitting at this table. Oh, one meeting. Wow. Okay. So the one meeting, everybody got put on the same page where I would be going to eight different people and saying, I need you to sign off on this. So Bob will sign off on this. So oh my gosh, Sally yeah. will sign off on this. Yeah. They're all there and they all got to see it at the same time. And we all had the same conversation because look, we're human and we are all running and gunning every day. I'm, I'm batshit crazy a lot of times just from being so <laughs> spread. So I'm going to forget this part when I talk to her, whenever I talk to him, I'm going to leave out this. Oh, wait, I was supposed to say this. That happens every day. Yeah. That happens all the time. Why would I don't want to, I don't want that to happen whenever I'm doing something important, like business permits or getting my liquor license or one of those very crucial situations. So having this, this opportunity to sit at a table with, with all of the officials with, with it's just, it's a really good scenario. Yeah. And they're very happy to have us. They're very, they're ecstatic, man. Um, I, I mean, we signed our lease and the very next day I got hit up by the advocate developing Lafayette, um, two news stations, um, another guy who does a blog, like all of these points of interest hit me up just to get the story. Right. So you guys signed the lease. Luna's coming to Lafayette. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. So the the developing Lafayette guy, I have the. We conference. actually did their branding. Is that right? Yeah, we sure did. No joke. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That guy's on top of stuff. He's yeah. a very very thorough cat for sure. Yeah. Um, <coughs> we had this conversation. Um, Right before I signed the lease, and he was like, so whenever you sign that lease, you're going to give me a call, right? And I was like, you got it. There's, you are so on top of it. You got it. So I signed the lease, and I get a phone call from the advocate people. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm on my ride home. So I'm on the phone talking. I just signed the lease, you know. And so I, I the advocate people call me. I'm talking to them, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't mind answering some questions. So the advocate people get their story first. The developing Lafayette guy contacts me and is like, I thought you said you were going to give me the, the, the props <laughs> or, the, or the dibs on the on the first story. Right, right. So he quickly, at that point, I was like, man, I'm sorry. It just it just happened that way. It caught me off guard. Whatever. You know, I mean, it's all it's all good. We're not opening till March. I mean, you have a lot of time to talk yeah, about this. Yeah, right, right. So he's like, okay, well, look, I'm just going to ask you some questions. He asked me some questions. I answered it. He posts this thing an hour later 
four o'clock on whatever day of the week it was. I only know it's four o'clock because I, I left at four o'clock Lafayette and I was heading home. From the time I left there to the time I got here and got kind of situated, so it was about an hour and a half, two hours, um, it had been shared over 3,000 times. Wow. See, they have that tells you they have an active community. It's amazing. People are very interested and eager to and have. And they want everybody else to know about it. They didn't yeah. just read it and go, oh, yes, back in the pocket. They shared it. They liked it. They commented. They, oh, I'm so excited and, like, messaged right. me. And, like, there's a very thorough situation there that I'm very happy that I get to be a part of. That's exciting, man. For sure. For it's sure, interesting for sure. you bring that up because then I brought that coffee shop up. You know, one of the um the the owners over there he had lived in lafayette for a while and he was bringing up the advocate and he was just saying you know that they sort of act as a community hub in a lot of ways over there yeah you know they said uh if there's something going on in the community they're very eager to get it out there and they're working really hard in that regard so you don't have to reinvent the wheel whereas in like our community here in town and and even in in lake charles you're still seeing that there's still that still doesn't quite exist and there's there's a there's a and i don't mean this negatively but i mean there's just still a lot to learn about working together totally i mean i hear that when you have people from out of town that's why i kind of asked that original question i've heard that even with festivals that have wanted to come into town that maybe come in and give it a shot and then they're like eh, we're not going to probably do that in lake charles again right uh this next time because Mm -hmm. they've encountered some confusion and not sure who to work with or what entity they need to be connecting with or they connect with the wrong entity um and they just and i've heard the blowback from other people they'll say well they just don't understand lake charles right and i'm like well i get that that they don't but we're hearing that a lot right so is that a thing like we do do they have to understand like charles right. does that make sense what i'm trying to Completely, say like, yeah th- th- that's saying something right uh, like that's i think is changing obviously but i still think there's just some learning yeah I, com- to I, I totally agree with you um i definitely think there's some learning that needs to happen there's definitely a um I don't know if it's a learning curve that needs to be put in place. I know since, uh, and nothing nothing at all against uh, Mayor Roach, um, Mayor Hunter, um, Nick, uh, I've been buddies with him for a good while. He's a great guy, um, a young guy, mm-hmm. and I think he sees the opportunity of of the progressive that he sees the opportunity of you know formulating this stuff. Um, I, I haven't opened a business since he's been mayor, hmm. so I can't tell you right. if it's much different. But I, I did and have been putting on the festival now for six years. And I know since he came along, our festival time, our, our, our mm, I don't want to say much more supportive, but much more supportive. Yeah, I got you. Um, you, you know, you they're just... much quicker, much there a lot less hesitation to oh well uh, i'm not sure if that's going to work there's little to none of that yeah well dave what do you want to do okay well do you, you think you really think that'll work okay well let's give it a shot it's yeah, it's yeah i see that's huge that's yeah. huge yeah um, you're right i mean I lots I, of barricades <laughs> before lots of lots of barriers to get past lots of oh well you know we don't usually allow that or oh we don't that's not gonna happen there's you know uh there's there's a Ford there's a Ford Progress that I think is 
it's all in lieu of every of all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we of course the Sassols and the LNGs and the, all those things that are bringing all these extra people here and all this stuff. Which is funny because you hear you hear all the BS with all of the politic politics out these days with you know um, Lake Charles has is is our Louisiana is is low on the jobs and the right, stuff right right and it's like <laughs> hold hold up let's right. let's let's just think about this for a second we've 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 got a gigantic booming economy here for sure it's it's a wonderful problem to have all of us should be scrambling and trying to figure out how to make more money at Mm -hmm. whatever we're doing off of all these people that are here i've been here my whole life just like you and to see that all of a sudden we have a hotel city that is booked it is at capacity most of the time yeah, a lot of that is the casino world that we were talking about earlier. Right. But a lot of it is per diem workers. Yeah, no, it's true. A lot of it is yeah. that's where they're living for the next two months. And right. and no vacancies? Right. None? Right. Are you kidding? In this in this Lake Charles. Really? It's that it's that bad. Right. So it's it's being able to flip it over and go, okay, we got all all the integers are there. All of the stuff is there. We got I mean, I, I just want them to embrace Lake. I want them. To, I want them to take Lake Charles and and in the marketing of it all, and in the in the grand scheme of it all, it's like we're Lake Charles and nothing happens on the lake. Yeah. We if here recently the CVB brought in, uh, it was like uh, what was it races like water races? Oh yeah, uh, right, right. The water sports. Yeah, the water sports. Yeah. We should have that year round. We should have we should have kneeboarding competitions, and we should have stuff happening on the lake, kayak races, and all these things that happen on the lake because the name of our place is Lake Charles. Mm-hmm. Like we should focus on the lake. Mm. We should have a giant pier going into the lake with all kind of businesses on it and restaurants and all that stuff. That should definitely happen. There should be a celebration of the lake. I know it's not the cleanest situation. I know it's kind of funky. Like that's our forefathers did that to it. It's not our fault. Right. But we could uphold it. We could we could no, treat right. it better. We could. Yeah. There's so much stuff, you know. Um, so I, I, the four progress. Like I definitely think, in a very obvious situation, we're we're going towards the good. We're 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 sailing towards the good. Watching the good work of the CVB and the the city and. It's developing good. Yeah. It definitely is. Well, you know, we've we've kind of tried to start an initiative here in Sulphur called Sulphur Today, and we met with a bunch of different people when we started that because, we you know, we live in this city, and this is where my kids go to school. This is where I grew up, and I have a I kind of wax poetic about a lot of my childhood memories here, but what I found as I started to get older is that there was a, a Sulphur pride that was sort of developing that wasn't necessarily positive it was a pride or an identity that was developing as being hey but we're over here too it was that type of pride right. it's like, what about us type of pride right. and, I, and i'm like there's maybe people that disagree with me but i definitely sensed it and i was having conversations with folks about it when we started talking about developing this sulfur today thing and one of my 
one of my good friends after I had a bunch of meetings, you know, with people who were giving me all the warnings, like, well, you, you, it was just like what you talked about. A lot of roadblock mm-hmm. behavior. It was like, well, don't, don't get your hopes up. Don't well, you know, you know where you are, you know where you're yeah. at. And well, you know, people don't usually, and I heard a lot of that, but just like you said, I said, let's just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Just do it anyway. And then very quickly, what we were getting was just tons of positive feedback. And so somebody messaged me and he said, you know, he said, what, what, what's happening is you're giving people, reminding people that we have things that we can be proud of and mm-hmm. that we have an identity that we can be proud of. And those things aren't negative. So we don't have to adopt a negative identity right. and just form callously around that. And you do see communities do that, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like, well, this is who we are. Gosh, darn it. You know, and they kind of, mm, right. and that becomes the identity. But really, if you focus on your good traits and just be proud of those things and lift all that up, right. That becomes like this positive pride. And right. I, I think Lake Charles is doing that too. I mean, you're mm-hmm. seeing that happen. And what you described with that administration change kind of sounds like that. It's, yeah. it's that, hey, do you think you can do this? Well, let's see what happens. Right. That's a totally different attitude than, well, I'm not so sure. You know, traditionally people around here don't care right. for that. My kind hands of thing. are tied. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like. The one little thing I think is funny, and you probably are, will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's kind of like people who move downtown mm-hmm. and then say, this gosh darn music's too loud. Right. It's kind of like that attitude versus, hey, I live downtown and there's music all the time. Right. That's a more progressive idea. It's yeah, like, it well, could be loud, but I live in the middle. But of I it. live in the middle of it, and, and it's you fun. Know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if that makes any sense, it's like two different attitudes about the same thing. Sure. So, sure. As far as like you bringing up sulfur and 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 its functioning situation, <coughs> um, I've um, I've always looked at, and I, I guess it's just the way I've I've perceived it or whatever, um. I've always looked at like the Lake Charles and the Sulphur Westlake, Moss Bluff, Iowa, like all of the stuff around us. Um, I've always looked at Sulphur as just like another neighborhood, like a neighborhood. Yeah, I've, I've always looked at Moss Bluff, too. like that's just another area of Lake Charles. Yeah, just just and and not to not to take anything away from Sulphur, but it's all included. Yeah, you know, just like whenever you go to um, Houston. And all of a sudden you're in Cyprus or all of a sudden you're in the woodlands or whatever. You're still in Houston. It's called the woodlands. It's called Cyprus. And your address might even say Cyprus on it or it could say Houston on it. We're not sure. But even Lafayette has that. There's, you know, you cross this street and you're in another town. Right. But it's I can spit on that building. It's right there. But that's a whole other town. We just have this situation where there's a lot of space yep. in between the little towns. Right, right. That's true. Uh, but to me, it's like, you know, there are, we're, we're all we're all in this together. We're well, definitely all in this symbiotic this is relationship. Our, this is our area, you know. We share it, you know. And uh, I think the bridge situation has maybe changed the way we've all thought about that a little bit very quickly. Oh, sure. Just because of the inconvenience of some oh, of Oh, all of a sudden. I mean, yeah. look, I, I, my whole childhood growing up all that stuff you know i was actually thinking about this um on the way here whenever i was had my phone out looking for (laughs) for directions (laughs) and like okay maplewood drive okay you take this exit okay and at that intersection uh the 108 and you turn left on maple service and maplewood uh, yeah uh on the corner on the like if on this side of the street um 
years ago. Uh, when was this? This had to be in like 96, 95, 96, somewhere in there. I, I got the, the awesome opportunity of playing with Lingus, the oh, band yeah. Lingus. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Uh, it was back whenever Lingus, this was like the second or third incarnation of Lingus, and it was a six-piece. Uh-huh. Uh, it was back whenever Ross and uh, Ryan Bullington, uh, Bill Nye was a drummer, Steve Dufresne was a bass player, Matt Heasley played keys. I was the percussionist. I got to be in the band for a little while. Um, and it was my it was kind of one of my first situations to be in a band. And we actually practiced on that corner. And so I had this this real heavy, like flashback because i don't come over here very much especially right there if i do it's usually on roof street or 90 or something and so it's just like wow that like i i hadn't seen that corner in a very long time um and it, it just it brought back some really some really neat memories of of what you were saying the bridge my whole growing up up i mean up until before they did the the renovation to the stuff yeah. It was never an issue. There was never. never a problem. I agree totally. You know, was, I, do. Was, I was in Lake Charles run over, every you know? day. Yeah. I mean, it would take me, I even would tell people that, <coughs> oh, well, you know, the bulk of what we do comes out of Lake Charles, but it's nothing because it's a 10 minute drive, 11 yeah. minutes to my, most of my clients are right, pop over for a quick meeting and come back. And it was nothing. Right. It didn't even feel like a thing. There was never a conversation. I mean, yeah, there were wrecks and things, but it was never um, something to plan for. No. It wasn't something you had to go, oh, I have a meeting at 2. Am I going to get out of there by 3.30? Because that's when it starts. You know, it wasn't like Mm -hmm. that. So there was no anxiety about... Like now, for me, I have to. I kind of plan my days when I'm in Lake Charles and sure. do a bunch of things. Sure, and then get out of the stay time. there till six, right? And so then you kinda, miss the the mess. Yeah, it just yeah. changed, and if that wasn't the way we lived for a long time, so mm-hmm. it's created a, a little. That's something different. I mean, yeah. and that'll pass. It's going to separation pass. happened with all that, but yeah, uh, yeah, I I definitely. Um, I've always, I just, I've always felt that way. I've always wanted it to be more symbiotic with, with, with everybody, you know, just, yeah. just, this is our area. This is where it is, you know? Um, and, and I, it just, it just, we, we are, we are capable yeah. of a lot of great stuff. I think so too. For sure. When you've been, you've, you've accomplished a lot of great stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really a neat, neat situation. I, I, I'm, very proud of luna and i'm very proud of the festival i'm very proud of all the things that i've been able to to bring and and continue to try and do and and i'm i'm far 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 from being done you know i know i've pried a lot and you've shared a lot but i has one question i've just from a branding perspective i'm just very curious where did the name luna come from for you (laughs) i didn't ask you Uh, i should have asked you at the beginning yeah the the, that's always a fun story um and um which i'm sure you'll you'll completely recognize um uh, for one uh uh, being in music, being a, a big music fan and all that stuff, one of my favorite bands ever to this day is a band called Widespread Panic. Okay, Widespread Panic. Um, you know, one of their one of their big songs. Uh, it's uh, "Live in the Moon Times." Okay, and, uh, the, the, in the in the song, you know, John Bell talks about working at a Moon Times bar and grill. <laughs> and um, you know, I, I thought about. Whenever I went to open it, I thought about Moon Times, and it was like, well, here in Lake Charles, there's not a giant 
Panic fan base, so that's not going to lend itself too useful. Although, right, although right. It, it would be a fun thing for, for me, you, and but like, nobody, yeah, I got you get you. it. Oh, great, you know, um, it it doesn't flow that well. And so then, it, then it was Moon. I've always been. A, I'm, a, I'm a Moon guy. Yeah, I saw I, that. I, on I'm your very tattoo, much yeah. into the 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 solar system. I'm, I'm not astronomer. I'm not not from an astronomer's aspect am i saying that right astronomy. well i don't know there's the astronomy and astrology so right i mean it's more it's more like i i i'm not the guy sitting in a with a telescope looking at the planets oh, yeah okay yeah uh, i i think i'm a big fan of of the whole situation the solar system and all that stuff it's mad respect and all that stuff and dark dark time nighttime mm-hmm. the, the moon time the yeah. the moon is so glowing and majestic and stuff yeah uh and so you know basically uh there was a reminder put in me and my wife's face uh, uh <laughs> bear in the big blue house oh yeah on Disney, the kids, yeah. At the end of every show, Bear talked to oh, Luna. Yeah, man. God. And so, and so, <sighs> that term came from watching Bear in the Big Blue House with my kid. Like, what about Luna? And it was like, oh my god, That's great. And it just exploded from that point because I knew I was serving tuna. <laughs> tuna tuna is by far one of my favorites uh and i knew you know I'd, I'd i'd fixed it like that before i'd like the way it came out and all the stuff i knew i was serving tuna and just that whole play on luna tuna and all of those things it just started clicking yeah you found like a it was it had a lot of room to just do all kinds of fun stuff yeah and and even to the point of like okay we came up we figured out we're gonna call it luna bar and grill and me and a buddy uh, one of my longtime friends, uh, still one of my best friends, Jeremy, we were on our way. He was just riding with me to um, to Baton Rouge to go do our paperwork, to my paperwork for the licensing, uh, liquor licenses and stuff. And um, I'll never forget it. It was, you know, I was I was brainstorming. I hadn't I hadn't named everything yet. I didn't have all of the stuff in place and just the Luna Bar and Grill part. And um I definitely at that point knew uh, a, a, a smidgen of what was going on the menu and the spinach and artichoke dip. That's something that I'd done catering before that yeah. I came up with that recipe and everybody dug it a whole lot. And it's like, okay, well, I got to do this. And in our conversation, it was just like, oh, well, the little dipper and the big dipper. That's nice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, my God. Yes. The Neptune. And the, yes. the, the the Jupiter and all of the sandwiches are going to be the planets. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. And whenever that happened, it was just like skyrocket. Yeah. I'll never run out of names. No. Never That's run right. out of names. And so whenever it came time to like start making entrees, it was like, okay, well, I don't have to be. A lot of times, a lot of the stuff I do seems strategic and like, oh, well, that, that that worked so well. You had to plan it. No, I didn't plan none of that shit. It just happened that way. <laughs> um, the planets came into play for the sandwiches. The Okay, well, the entrees are the, the nice stuff, the, the, the expensive stuff. Okay, well, I'm going to name that most of those after my family. We're going to name that after peoples. Uh, and so, of course, you know, Cassidy, Ella's, Ian's. Uh, that's my three kids. Then Nanette, Nanette is my wife. Patricia is my mom. Penelope is my sister. You know, it, it all started clear to where nowadays like I just put I just put the Timothy on the menu the Timothy is my dad um, 
I run specials now. Whenever I come up with a new dish, it's usually like the the redfish a bear for my for uh, my wow. biological dad. Nice, you know. So they they've all come. It's all come to fruition as far as uh, you're in my circle. Mm-hmm. You're in my circle, and you're, you you mean a lot to me. So that's the, all of a sudden you get something like that. You know? Yeah, man. Um, and <laughs> and so the drinks, the drinks because the drinks are fun-loving and they just do whatever they're gonna do and they get you all loose and fuzzy it should probably be the band names and so the band names came into play as far as the signature drinks the band names but no matter what they all just stay in the same circle they all are stuff that matter to me they matter to everybody else involved too but it's to a point where it's like I can proudly say that the whole thing is just like my entire existence. It's yeah. my entire my entire universe as a whole. Um, and so I've gotten to a point where I'm able to play on it now. I'm able to, to think of a new dish and it's like, okay, well, that one's clearly going to be this because of that. Yeah. My, you know, whatever. That's his favorite situation on top of his favorite situation. So it should definitely be his name or whatever the case might be. It's just become this really amazing scenario uh that i'm very thankful for every day um i'm able to i'm able to do things i never dreamed possible ever i never thought i would be a chef being sent over to atlanta to cook in this guy from new orleans restaurant and i i killed it he killed it we killed it together it was an amazing experience together uh, to I, I never thought that was going to be that. I wanted to just pay my bills. I right. just wanted to open a business and like, okay, I'm going to work for myself because I don't want to be told what to do. Well, I got to thank you because you said something a minute ago. You brought up that spinach and artichoke dip. And I got to tell you, I guess I just never really thought about this until just now. But I think me and my wife fell in love over that spinach and <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the truth of the matter. When I first met her... <coughs> We worked at an ad agency together, and we really were just friends. And mm-hmm. I was uh, recently divorced, you know, right. and so we were just friends. And we would go after work and to Luna, <laughs> and we'd order spinach and artichoke dip and other things. But we would always order that, and we would just talk for hours and hours and get to drinks and just visit. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we were friends. It was just friendly. But that's where our relationship developed, it was just it, going in there and having that. Just like we talked about <laughs> earlier about that's what – you guys got it. You guys, you guys found it without even knowing. That's what I was hoping you would find, the the camaraderie and the human effect. The the it's about talking. It's about talking. It's yeah. about communication. It's about sharing moments and all that stuff. Yeah. If if eating out is about that, then it's very special. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, most of the time, it's just refilling a tank. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. putting You're some right. gas in your car. You know, you don't celebrate every time you put gas in your car. Yeah, I like that. You man. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's celebrating the human effect. It's being able to communicate and talk and share and like get the warm and fuzzies and the chills and the especially in a courting situation, especially yeah. in like a I'm interested. You're interested. I mean that like exactly. long term. Three four hours later, you're still at the same table, still exactly. nibbling on the same stuff, laughing man, and stuff. Nailed it. That's what it's That's about. That's literally what happened to us at your restaurant. I mean, and I didn't even think of her. It was a long, many, yeah. many, 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 many meals. Yeah. Before I realized 
that we had bonded like right. in a way that I would probably be very desperate to have if she weren't in my life because right. I was like she's literally has become my super deep friend now. I don't yeah. know what I would do if I didn't have this person to sit here with and that's happening you know at Luna. I'm going to have to tell her that we had this well she'll listen to this. I know she will, but I just never really put that together. Until you said that, like it's so you know, cool, it's so that crazy, it, it works for you, and and you just, yeah, that's awesome stuff. Yeah, right I didn't there. think about all those doggone Luna meals, we had, <laughs> man. I mean, a lot of Luna meals, man. That's, that's the so wild, man. That's the coolest. I was part of y'all's. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you created an or a place for us to get in each other's orbit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And start to begin to create our little solar comfort. system. Yeah. You know, a, a true comfort zone where it's 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 you know. Everything is so judgmental now, and everything is so, you know, picked apart, and how dare you this, or I can't believe this, or it's just, 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 just it's just, I wanted so bad, and I've always I've tried very hard to keep it to, at the same point where no matter what you're at, no matter how you're doing, like, you can let your hair down, you can, you can completely relax, you could come in in a suit and tie, or you can come in in flip-flops, and no matter what, Neither of you are going to look at each other in a false way or how dare you come in here like that or how dare you wear that suit in here. You know, yeah. it's it's about acceptance. And yeah. It's about, again, I keep on going. Every time I think about Luna, I think about the universe. I love that. And the universal acceptance and the universal we're all here. It's it's not about colors. It's not about who, where you're from. It's not about what your dad's last name is. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about any of that. It's about just sharing a universal moment, a, a, a very intimate situation where you know. Hopefully, they're they're doing that. Hopefully, they're putting their phone down and they're enjoying each other's chuckle and in, enjoying each other's sharing the food and and all of that. And it's just it turns into a byproduct it yeah, turns man. into a you know it's it's a it's an accompaniment kind of thing yeah well know? i mean i feel lucky to have met her at that time and to have and, and for us to have bonded at your place because i mean at that time we didn't have smartphones cell phones. it's crazy how fast that's changed things but it, yeah. it hadn't invaded our world yet so all we had was the food My. the environment we were in which is your restaurant and each other and so yeah, yeah you, you there was a there was nothing else trying to steal you away. Right. You know. For sure. For sure, for sure. And I'm happy. I know it. This episode's Fishing for Goodies Fishbowl sponsor is Brimstone Museum and Henning Cultural Center in Sulphur, Louisiana. I don't know what you look for when you travel, but one of the things I look for when I'm putting together my itinerary is a unique museum or gallery in the city I'm traveling to. I do this almost every time I go to a new city, but if I'm being honest, I'm guilty of not always doing that very thing right here at home in Sulphur, Louisiana. That's really a shame because we have one of the most interesting, historically relevant, and culturally rich corners in any city in the country about two minutes from where I'm sitting right now. I'm talking about the Brimstone Museum and Henning Cultural Center. Have you ever really thought about why our city is named Sulphur? They've got a permanent exhibit on the history of the sulphur industry that answers that simple question and more. You really get a full scope of just how important the sulphur mining industry was to the development of Southwest Louisiana and the impact it had on the rest of the world. Yes, the rest of the world. 
On the same property, right next door to the museum, is the Henning Cultural Center, presenting some of the most interesting, modern, and culturally relevant local art shows I've ever seen. My dear friend Tom Trahan and the Brimstone Historical Society have really worked hard to give us this treasure, and it's a multifaceted jewel that I plan to take advantage of more often. You don't have to wonder what their hours are, or how to get there, or what shows are coming up. Just go to brimstonemuseum.org, like I did, and subscribe to their mailing list right there on the homepage. That's brimstonemuseum.org. Tom will make sure you start getting the announcements for each and every new show at the gallery. But you don't have to wait for the mail to arrive to enjoy this historical local treasure. You don't have to be guilty, like me, of overlooking a local wonder that conveniently sits next to the Grove, one of the most beautiful walking parks in southwest Louisiana. Drop in and say hi to Tom for me. Tour the museum and center, and make sure to tell Tom that you heard about Brimstone Museum on Find the Good News. Now, let's take that dive in the fishbowl. I gotta steal you away for a minute though, because uh, if you've listened to the show before, yes, then you know about the fishbowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get to draw three question, questions out of there. Okay. Um, some of those are put in there by me. Some are put in by other guests, some by listeners. And then there's some cards and stuff in there too. So you really have your choice. Mm-hmm. You can pick whatever you want out of there. Pa- okay. The little papers though are more than likely stuff I've put in or other listeners or, or guests have put in. Okay. This is, this is pretty fun though. I enjoyed it. I, I, so am I doing them one at a time? You can do them one at a time. You can pull all three. And, and so I pull it, I read it, and you, I answer it? That's right. Okay. And we talk about it. I'll tell you, there, I'll give you a little hint though. There are some big cards in there. Uh-huh. Um, those are specifically would you rather cards. So like, would you, would rather. you rather, you know, do this or would you rather do that? It's okay. scenarios. So. All right. Okay. Well, let's see what we got. Um, it's my favorite part of the show. I think it's fun. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. First question. Do you influence people more than they influence you? Ooh, that's a good one for you, man. Wow. Um, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, um, you know, I, I I don't know that I try. It's it's not like I wake up and try to influence folks. Um I definitely, I definitely dance to the beat of my own drummer. And so, you know, um, I'm influenced by a lot of folks. I, 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 I'd say I try to lead by example. Uh Um, but you know, I'll influence whoever the hell wants me to influence them. I'll influence if, if, if what I'm doing if what I'm doing is is cool to you and, and and you're influenced by it, I'm floored that you're paying attention. I'm floored that you're giving me that attention for any time of your precious 24 hour a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to think, do you influence people more than they influence you? I would I would I would say it's 50 50 because. I look to I look to my surroundings, my universe, like we've been talking about, for all of the influence, for all of the I look deep inside myself for influence. I look deep inside other people. Um and I'm there to if I am influencing people, man, that's that's just a cool thought for me. Yeah. Um and, and the, the folks that have come to me or asked me, you know, my opinion on this or uh my, you know, what I would do for this or that, I like I've always taken heavy stock in that. Like, yeah, 
wow you, yeah the little old me like you want you think i got your answer you think you, you you could pull something off of what i tell you that's 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 huge i love that i mean that's, that's, huge that's really me. such there are people who would answer that differently there are people who would say oh yeah i'm definitely the influencer i love that you're saying i'm willing to be that but i'm not going forward intending for that but if that's what's happening go for it man. sure if i can motivate you i feel that if if i were to say like i yeah i'm the influencer but that that kind of turns into a cocky situation uh and i definitely i i seem to always have that that i don't want to be cocky yeah i don't i i, I so badly want to hold on to being the humble guy that i've i've always tried to be um I don't ever want to get lost in any kind of pompous uh, strut or some kind of, yeah, well, of course, you know, it's not, yeah. it's definitely not like that. So as far influencing me, like my surroundings and my kids and my wife and my people around me, music, uh, all of that, you know, take take everything around you, man. Everything, the arts, the sounds, the smells, the everything around you that creates the world that you're in, you know, let it influence you for yeah. sure. I, I, I couldn't possibly think that I was, you know. I'm solely the influencer because I, I, I've needed influencing a lot in my day for sure. A great answer. And that's that's a that's a really cool question. For yeah, sure. I, I, when you drew that, sometimes that thing is almost like very uh, mystical and magical. Magic something, eight ball. Something kind of comes thing. out of there, and you're like, "Hey, that fits very well." I've had people draw three Has in Dave a row. written on the back of it. Yeah, it's like this one's for. <laughs> How'd you, you get that? <laughs> right. Wow, straight to it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I always tell people to dig deep because it has uh, as much. You see, a lot of people don't mm-hmm. realize there's a lot of questions in there. Yeah. But sometimes people draw, you'll see the same question like kind of come out over and over. It's very strange. Huh. With Hundreds and hundreds of questions in there. Let's see. Let's see what else. I'm gonna go to you like seafood, stuff. so go fishing. Yeah, yeah you exactly. like it's a, And it's in a fishbowl, apparently. Yeah. Let's see. Question number two. What have you ever ran from that you needed to face? Oh, geez. That's a deep cut. Yeah, now you're getting personal, Lauren. <laughs> um, let's see. What have you ever ran from? that you needed to face oh man um uh, you know uh, you know it's probably probably has a lot to do with either business or um you know things of that nature i uh the thing about business, right? The thing about the thing about the kind of business I'm in, and probably the kind of business you're in, and and, and others that are self-employed. Um, there's not an instruction manual. Yeah, that's true. Um, you can go to school. You can get a business degree. I, I took business courses at McNeese. None of them, not not one of them, had any kind of. Any like none of it touched on what I do daily at my place of business. Whenever I sat in class, we talked about Fortune 500 companies and that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm I'm wondering how to run a solo restaurant, right? Right. And it just didn't do that. It was I don't know if it was just dumbed down too much, or that's not the kind of business they're talking about or whatever. But you know, um, I would probably think that in this in this question it would definitely be business related where 
you know, it's hard. Oh, it's, yeah. it's hard to operate a business every day. It's hard to meet the financial constraints. It's hard to make the right decisions on things whenever, you know, I, education, life is the education. Right. Life right. is the educator for me. Um, I went to school. I got the, the IT degree. That's a whole nother story right there. The the IT degree, I, I can say it because they're no longer open. Delta. Delta School of Business is where I got that IT degree. And I got the IT degree by way of showing up to class and being in the very first class of their IT program. So they didn't want anybody to fail. Right. I see what so you mean. we would go to class and we would take the test and if we didn't do good they would erase the test score and we'd take it again right then after going over it and everybody in the class would make a 95 or a 98 all of a sudden because we just heard the answers ah and it was a 20 question multiple choice situation you know so to say i graduated on the president's list or and i graduated high school with like a with like a i think it was like a, a low b average like a like a Man, I can't even remember now. It's like a two seven five or a two eight five or some something where it was like the very bottom line of well, I was gonna be a C, but I just made a B. And that was far fetched. I was a jock. I got given grades. I played football. I was good at football. They had to keep me on the team. Whatever it was, I don't. I don't know if that was actually. Yeah, that, that's how it worked. But a lot. something was. I can yeah. definitely say that it definitely worked a lot like that because I didn't do much. I didn't bring. <laughs> I didn't bring books home and stuff like that. So, you know, my education I feel came from all life. It's mainly all life. But to to say like you know the 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 things I've ever ran from that I needed to face would definitely be business stuff. Well, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the, difficult the, the, the stuff that don't come in the packet. Right. They don't, you don't, you know, I've, I've said this a lot to people around and in business and stuff. There should be a, there should be a, um, not necessarily like a mentor program because we all, you know, mentors could be great. Mentors could be terrible, however right. it might be, but more of like a, you know, there should be. A, let, let me guide you through this. It, there, there should be a, a much better um, forewarning whenever you open something in your business packet. There should be some sort of training page or something where it's like, oh, you're opening a business now. Well, then you need to you need to be taught this part. Yeah, because we're very good at what we do. I mean, like if you especially if you some people open businesses because they see like financial people will open business because they see profit to be made. Right. Okay, so they can take an approach that's totally different from somebody who opens a business who has a skill or a talent and has a passion for something. Yeah. And you you're very good at the things you're passionate about. But then there's all these other elements to having a business that we're not trained on we don't have the natural affinity towards and then you start having to bring other people in who are good but you don't always know that at the beginning sure you know and so yeah i totally i get all of that because that is it can all get very overwhelming suffocating and it can actually taint your passion oh man and take your passion away make you not want to go back to it make you make you want to just avoid it like the plague like for me, I have to deal with a ver- – well, I mean, I guess every business does. I mean, a variety of different personalities. You know, I engage with teams a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, you know, when you hire somebody, for instance, you get to meet them and you choose their person. You can go, well, they're a good fit right. for my team. 
Right. Um, but at the same time, when you hire somebody, they're on their game. They're here and they're trying to get in. That's right. I see that every day. Like the, the, the best the, versions, the, the, the best version of you. And right. then the next day at work, you get this, the, the half version. Like, oh, man, this is actually the reality. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. Well, like I got the job. Me. I had to try it real hard and I got in and OK, great. Now you're going to get the real me. Yep, exactly. You know? Same it's thing a, with it's the a client. Shame. It's like that yeah. beautiful, hey, we're going to be a great team. We're going to fit with you, and it's all going to be great. And, oh, mm-hmm. we're so glad to be working with you. But then the reality sets in. Right. I'm not going to be a problem for you at all. <laughs> right. You go, hey, we actually don't mesh well with our team doesn't fit with their team. Their habits are maybe bad or even ours are bad for them whatever it may be and you're going this just is this is is grinding gears this is not working totally uh and that kind of stuff is like a bad relationship to where you're going well but if i just hang on a little bit or i don't want there to be confrontation i want to cause an argument yeah Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff i tended to in the beginning kind of run from oh sure a lot i was like well i just want to keep everybody you know we'll keep the peace keep the peace keep the peace i've learned now i go look i just gotta just rip the band-aid off yeah it's better if i just be honest and there's nothing wrong with that i used to think there was something ugly or mean when saying that hey we don't fit with you right now i'm learning oh wow I, I, it's actually better they actually a lot of people are happier they maybe not right. initially right but they, but they because they you're are. honest because yeah. you're throwing it out there it's like well clearly i'm supposed to pay this guy to do stuff and he's telling me this yeah i, I that's a totally yeah. uh yeah i mean there's there's so many different little factions of 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 business that that pertains to for sure yeah it's kind of like that meal you talked about earlier it's like hey i ordered this i thought i liked seared tuna right and now that i've had seared tuna i realize i don't like seared tuna right and there's nothing wrong with that no but don't be mad at me i'm not mad at you right you know this is how it normally comes out. Yeah. Right. This is we what it is. We do anything different to it. That's right. You, you just or, don't like seared tuna. And you didn't know. Right. Now you've had it. Don't order that Do you again. eat sushi? The answer was no to that question. Then you don't like seared tuna. I mean, it's 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 very similar. It's very much raw tuna with a very small cooked portion. Like, it, yeah. you got to know what you're getting into. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. a pretty good question, man. <laughs> yeah. Running from things is, uh, it's interesting. I mean, we all do. And I mean, we all probably, I, I even sometimes sit and analyze that. Like, what am I avoiding? Not, I mean, anything. Mm-hmm. What am I avoiding? And then the, the real thing is, okay, maybe there's some things I should avoid. And then there's other things I go, maybe I'm, maybe I'm avoiding it for some old yeah. stuck in Or me. natural procrastination. Yeah. You know? I mean, just as humans, we've become this this entity that is okay with procrastinating and it's just natural movement it's just natural oh well i'll get to it when i get to it yeah that 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 to me has a lot you know in that too you know not necessarily that you ran from it you just you're pacified with what you got yeah you don't really right right. well i'll get to it when i get to and then you open it up it's like oh had i known that that's what that was I would have only tried harder right, or, you know, right. I would have, I would have answered you quicker. So you knew that I right. wasn't that or whatever. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. That's a, that makes sense. Apathy's involved in that too. Yeah. Sure. 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 Good question. Yeah, absolutely. Very the good. Fish question. bowl provides. So, so I've pulled two small questions. And so it's just, so just to, uh, I should pull a card or if something. If you'd like to, to, yeah, the big cards, the big orange ones, those are the would you rather. Some people don't like those. I always point them out. Some people, love them some people don't but the little cards are interesting they're like uh it's a company called uh bestself.co 
and they produce like uh, what they call icebreaker decks and they're all in different categories and so i've been a big fan of their stuff for yeah, a long time for sure i bet you that's very stimulating as far as it is thought process sometimes i'll sit there and by myself and just like draw them out to see what i would think about something you know <laughs> it's like it's like having somebody ask you something. The nerd side of this. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just doing homework. Leave me alone. I'm chilling with the fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm asking myself questions. There's nothing weird about this right. at all. Right. Do you hear me from the other room? Okay. Well, then maybe that's a little weird. It's okay. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you said little cards. So not. Yeah, that's a big one. That's the, the big so orange these. ones. That's, yeah, those right there. Okay, mm-hmm. Well, I'll just go here. Let's see. What's something you are self-conscious about? Hmm. Hmm. Sounds straightforward, but... Yeah. You know, um, what's something I am self-conscious about? Man. I I, I try to be the guy that don't have any of those things. You kind of strike me that way. I was was wondering what you were going to say. I try to be the guy that don't have... uh, there, There is one. Yeah, this is one of them. Oh, really? Kind, kind, kind of, uh, kind of the old guy going bald thing. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not bald yet, and I'm not even close to being bald. No, I know. But, but it's, it's thin. It's getting there. Yeah, I see what you <laughs> and, mean. And uh, I grew up with a very thick head of hair. Um, <sighs> and now this is a totally silly situation to me. Um, the self conscious stuff. Um, I try to be above that. Yeah, yeah. I try to be above it to a point of like, I have humility. I have, uh, I, I, I do get embarrassed. Things of that nature, uh, not easily. No, I don't. I don't tend to do things to get embarrassed by. You yeah, know, I tend. Yeah, to, yeah. I tend to try and follow a decently straight path where there's not a whole lot of chances on that. Right. Um. But stuff that I am self-conscious about, honestly, it's 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 occasionally my wife makes fun of my hair thing because because <laughs> it's a it's a must for, you know, I, I, I wear a hat a lot. Do you? OK. Uh, so I cover it. It's and, interesting and, that you say that because I usually see you in a hat in pictures. Oh, yeah. OK. I, I wear it. Well, not to mention I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's got your brand week, on so, it. So, I mean, it makes sense. So, yeah. yeah um, but even whenever I'm not, I usually wear a hat unless I'm going somewhere nice and, and a hat's not called for. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, man, it, it's. It's, it's probably it's probably it's my self-conscious leads me to be who I am as far as like we talked about being from this town we talked about being from here and having that that apathetic approach or that apathetic answer right those kind of things um, a lot of times I find myself and, and, and now that I get older now that I'm older and I'm, I've, I've been here a long time and I'm around people and stuff I don't necessarily try there used to be a time frame where i would try real hard to to not sound like i was from here Mm, okay yeah like like yeah just trying my best to not have an accent yeah not necessarily the shy baby accent i know not necessarily the the y'all accent yep but just sounding like a clear intelligent person and not that, that i think that i'm terribly I've, intelligent I've done the same thing I know but exactly just having a clean dialect where yeah. you can understand what i'm saying and you have to guess where i'm from yeah it's not an obvious thing yeah that was before 
that was way before that was whenever i was 20 to 22 23 that was before i owned it that's yeah. before i was very proud to be from here right that was before i i, I learned how to be proud of, yeah. for being from here and how to embrace the the part of this that is the culture all of that stuff i love what you just said learned how to be proud because that's something we could i hear people say that go i can't wait to get out of here or move away or i'm not i'm not proud what's there to be proud and it's like man that's a some of that's a choice i mean very much so choosing to be proud right and i love that because it gets right into the heart of what i am trying to do in my life too is like find things that are good like and sort of focus your attention on tune those dials you 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 have things to be proud of absolutely i love that i love what you said well you know it's 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 easy to look at and go okay yeah well it's hot and it's humid and oh well you know we don't have the best roads or we don't you could you could list things but the other side of it you know um I, I honestly used to try very hard to sound like I wasn't from here. And it was a conscience effort in, in the means of I just didn't want to sound like a Southerner. Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't. I, and, and it's still there. Yeah. And now, as an adult, I, I, I so much appreciate the conversation with a good Lafayette folk mm. or a good somebody from Mamu or somebody from Gaydon or somebody who has that thick, you have to ask them what they said again. Yeah. Reason being is that go somewhere else. Go up to Kansas. Everybody in Kansas sounds the same. I've mm. never even been there. But I can tell you that they don't have what we have. We have a state where there's still large portions of people that speak French to each other. Yeah. And it's not necessarily French because my mom, my adopted mom's from France. Yeah, it's she can't. She doesn't understand what these some of these <laughs> folks are saying, but they're right. speaking in French. Supposedly it's Cajun French. Yeah. And so you have your own dialect as a as a cultured person. You have a you have your own. It's not just you're not just speaking English like all of us, or you're not just you know it it it's really it's really so much more. Mm-hmm. And that that and you know um, Zydeco music, the the cooking, the Cajun French music, the things that go to go to New Orleans. And talk jazz with some folks. Go to New Orleans and talk about funk with some folks. Things that were born in our state. These and, and, and look, jazz wasn't born in Louisiana, but it had a lot to do with it. Funk wasn't born in Louisiana, but it was definitely massaged into this wonderful, powerful type of music because of Louisiana, because yeah. of New Orleans, because yeah. of the the, you know, Whenever you, whenever you inform somebody that Zydeco was founded right here, Zydeco was formed in Southwest Louisiana, not in Lafayette, in Southwest Louisiana. Zydeco is our version of French Cajun music. Mm-hmm. It got further along. Like we took what they were doing and said, okay, well, we'll chank a chank and we'll do this and and do all that stuff to it and to think about that 
we're such a powerful force that we can come up with music styles and that we can come up with entire entire culinary divisions you know think about think about other states and what they have and like what their what what is their food you know what i mean like what yeah, what yeah, are yeah. they known for right right you can't say random things like rice and gravy you can't because that's just too standard we have an entire what seems to be encyclopedia full of things cuvions and creoles and etouffees and all of these terms that we came up with it's our stuff the state we did that you know and so to to, to that that man i i wish nowadays i wish that i wouldn't have tried so hard to not sound like i wasn't from here right I know what you mean. To be able yeah. to embrace it more, to be to be able to like all of a sudden I'm in I'm in Lafayette and I'm talking like them. <laughs> I, 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 I find myself like if I have a long conversation, um, my wife has cousins from there. I I've recently found mine like we talked about, but my wife's cousins from there. Oh man, they have the thickest, the absolute thickest dialect you could possibly imagine, and I just love having conversation with them because by the end of it, I'm talking just like them. <laughs> I'm saying Funny, the things they're saying and the the the, the, the sayings and it's just it's just great. So having that having that appreciation and, and I keep looking down at the self conscious thing. Uh, you know, um, sometimes what we think we want our world's different than you know after a, after a life full of their you know days. Yeah going through it and learning appreciation and learning right you know those type of things to where i'm 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 stupendously proud yeah. to be from here and, and a part of this and to be able to you know it kind of again the fruition word keeps coming up it came to fruition me being able to go to atlanta uh last week yeah i was able to go over there and be one of 12 people to represent the state in a culinary way yeah and so, you know, I, again, never in a million years would I have thought that I was a guy that's going to do that. It just wasn't in the cards. I wasn't trying to do that. For it to come in as a, a, a byproduct of effort, it, it's just a, an amazingly beautiful thing. Yeah, and, you know, that is. I mean, I, I can see that's sort of a culmination of things. I mean, all in one one thing. To go do that, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm representing. I'm suddenly an ambassador. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, that wasn't how you thought of yourself. Not at all. You know, and, and now that it's happened, it's like, I'll be an ambassador anytime you need me to be. What do you need me to go do? You need me to go preach from the, whatever you need me to tell people about it, whatever I will, I'll, you know, it just, it just furthered my appreciation for the whole thing and what we have to offer as a state and what we have to offer as a, as a group of people. Yeah. You know, um, and holding on to, to the, the thorough, deep uh, cultural goodness that exists there. Man, yeah. I'll tell you, this conversation has been I, I think it's been good because it makes you want to be proud. I mean, I didn't think pride would be what we were talking about. But <laughs> I can see someone. I guess I can just as an outsider trying to put myself in that position of someone listening to this who lives here. I can see it be being pretty uh 
pride filling. I mean, it's swelling, like make you go, man, I actually have a lot to be proud of. Yeah. Well, if you're, if you're a person that's feeling like maybe you're not, you know, yeah. maybe, or self-conscious even. Well, just to have, just to have just that slight reminder, like, is it that bad? Yeah. Is it that, is it that negative? Like, do we need to, do we need to bash it some more? Do we need right. to, you know, Anything that's being bashed is going to be very hard to uplift. Yeah. It's going to be hard to pull it up out of the dirt and dust it off and like, please stop stepping yeah, on it. You know, yeah. that's a good um, way to say. And it. so, you know, just, just having, having folks, it's just in the belief system, man. It's just yeah. in the belief of where you are. And if I you like, make yours good, it's going to be good. I like what you just said. Well, I got a visual of that. And it's something I'm going to remember, man, is like, if you bash me. If you already think I look bad, what am I going to look like after you bash me? Right. How do you help? How are you helping a thing right. by just bashing it? Yeah. I kind of had an experience like that today in a small way with some information that I saw online, some local news, and immediately it's like that apparatus of bashing began. And I was like, man, just stop for a second. Don't right. do that. Just look at what's positive. And yeah, maybe there is some stuff you can bash. Right. Give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Let's lift it up a little bit and then let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, don't tear it down before it's even started to fly. It's really easy to be negative, man. Sure. It's yeah. real easy to just spout off with a, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. But to really give it effort and really to, to have care and concern and, you know, um, it, it just matters. Yeah. Your opinion matters. Your your thought process matters. Even if it's only to you, it's your universe. It's yeah. your it's your situation. And to get up tomorrow, to wake up tomorrow and like feel good, to wake up tomorrow and like continue, like that's necessary. You yeah, know? it's so very necessary to have some sort of good to uh to think that it's not just this negative place yeah you know because it's easy i mean it's it's easy to do negative stuff yeah doesn't take it's just like smiling and frowning you know that whole that old saying takes so many muscles to smile it takes that it only takes two to frown or whatever the hell that was it's it's true i mean it's it's it takes effort to be happy i've i've it's taken a long time, uh, many years. My wife will tell you, I was a miserable human for a while. And it was in lieu of a lot of voids, so in lieu of a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of sure, roaming around that. trying to figure stuff out on my own with no no DNA tests or any of that stuff. And like yeah. formulating my own opinions on stuff because well, it has to be this way. I got screwed over like this, so yeah, that's going to be like that too. You know, it, every day is another day. Yeah, I I can relate to that, Dave. I mean, I, I recently had a hard conversation with my wife, you know, that's been kind of building up for years. And, and I, it, it wasn't about her or me. It was well, in our relationship necessarily, but it was difficult because I didn't really have anybody else to tell. But it's like I, I, I think what's for me, a lot of the voids came from resisting my nature mm-hmm. you know i think when something is is a way and it resists that way there's conflict and right. for me i have i've lived in two worlds i've resisted a certain element of my nature fully mm-hmm. and so finally just coming to terms with like this is my source my biggest source of conflict doesn't have anything to do with anybody out in the world right it's actually got to do with me resisting who i really am and who i've been for a long time and i've been trying to engage the world in a certain way 
that is against my true nature because my true nature doesn't plug in so well. Right. Finally realizing that and starting to lean more into my true nature, I'm finding that it actually plugs in just fine. Right. It's just a little different, you mm-hmm. know, than maybe what the normal way of interacting with folks is. Right. The way that's more accepted, the way that's faster and moves more into the the, uh, the system that we talked about, that early system that we're just kind of born into. Sure. And so allowing myself to not be that way anymore is kind of like a little pressure valve is starting to get turned off, you know? Yeah. Well, the, the unique individual thing. Yeah. Every single right. one of us, every person on the earth is a unique individual. If you fall into a trap of following some stuff or you're going to be one of the herd or whatever, you're still a unique individual. You just have blinders on or you just chose to follow that way. But our fiber, our person every one of us is different every one of us we might be pre-programmed to have this or pre-programmed to have that but it's it's just it's the unique individual that i mean i i I try to i try to take as much pride in that Mm -hmm. as being i'm gonna be me yeah and whatever me is whatever that end result of what me is i can't tell you what it's gonna be but it's today. Yeah. It's just me being me today. And I'm going to try to be good. I'm going to try to try hard and care about everything I'm supposed to care about and all that. And I, I that's just, you know, I, I think that's what attributes to a good, solid, long, happy life. You yeah. Know? Just being able to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. And finding that that will yeah. you know to, to continue not that not that there's a will to not continue but yeah you know to to, to cruise right along in yeah. a smooth way you know one sure. one thing we've been doing on this show that little and we're kind of getting to the the end of the whole thing here is uh that box right there it's something we added about five or six episodes ago called better you in a box and this isn't necessarily something for you to do or me to do this is sort of a mystery item for the audience or we can too we can choose to accept the challenge in that box but mm-hmm. it's something uh for the audience to listen to to maybe stimulate them to take an action they haven't taken before okay and That's i just some, i just choose one whatever of you want some people have picked their favorite color well, uh... now i haven't read every one of those either so I think the last one told us we had to spend a hundred dollars on something so i mean it was like you know it's an actual actual dollars and we'll go here okay let's see it's a blue card <laughs> organize a one-day charitable event it's <laughs> the second time this Does has happened all these cards say the same thing that's so funny man i just did this yeah um uh, I I say I that's that's probably one of my one of my faults right there. I say things like that. I just did that. I did that, but I did that with the help of like a group of amazing people. Yeah. Um, that that truly, I just I I'm stupid proud of the restaurant and the festival and everything that I try real hard to do. And I I just I'm stupid proud of it. So I say things like, yeah, I just did that, but I did that with the assistance of some fantastic. people other humans that that really care probably more than i do uh i'm just louder and more abrupt with it or something um but organize a one-day charitable event should i choose another one you can yeah definitely and for the people listening out there that just is an encouragement too i think you're you yourself are an encouragement to them 
that you're proof positive that you can do that. People oh, don't absolutely. think that they, I think people tell themselves, I have an idea, a dream, all these things we talked about. And they go, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's I, the journey in between. Like yeah. that's what scares everybody off. I think if you don't, you know, if you think that, no, I th- but this is such a good idea, it's how to get to the, the, the finish line with the thing, mm. whether it's opening a business, whether it's putting on a festival, whether it's asking someone to marry you, whether it's it's that treacherous middle ground that nobody knows. Oh, how how do you learn how to do that? Oh, Dave, right, how did you right. know how to do? I didn't I don't know how to do these things. I, d- right. I don't. I didn't know how to do Luna. Luna taught me how to do Luna. The festival has taught me how to do the festival. Yeah. I I looked at it. I tried. I, it's a matter of, you know, like that pluses and minuses like, Oh, we're going to do this. You think I've had giant dreams of grandeur with the festival, with the restaurant. I'm going to bring in this music act. Remember where you're at. Yeah. Remember your yeah. demographic. Remember who you're who you're preaching it to. Remember who you're saying it to. All those things happen afterwards. That yeah. okay. Well, next time, you know what? I might not try and bring in so and so because he didn't jive too well with the folks here. But maybe I'll do this because I know this will, or yeah. I think it might be better. Or you know, with the festival, you know, crawl before you walk. Yeah. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I like what you said. The festival. Talk it's a journey, festival, though. Yeah. It's it's the journey. It's that it's that not it's that treacherous ground in between. Everybody, that's what's that's what scares most people off from trying. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the yeah. unknown spot. That's you know. Right. Yeah. So. Let's see. Set up a lunch with someone you want to get to know better. There you go. That's an easy one. Okay. Um, I, I, I can I can certainly do that. I'd, I'd actually like to have lunch with you. I would like to do that, um, too. And, and unfortunately, it probably would be, would be better for both of us if it was dinner, since both, <laughs> both of us work for ourselves. And the later the later in the evening, probably the better. You're like me. Lunches are like ugh, lunch. I, lunches are fast. And oh, man. Lunches are completely absurd. Um, and it's only because it's the setup time. It's the it's the you get a truck in. You got to unload the truck. You got to make the food for the day. You got to do this. You got to do that. Then be open at 11. Yeah. And then push out food very fast because it's other people's lunch. Yeah, you're right. And they got to get back quick. So it's it's you're just, it's a selfless situation where it's just like, go, 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 go. Right. Um, right, right. And so, and not that dinner is any different, but dinner is a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to uh, have a good crew and I'm able to go home most nights um, to where I, I just open and get it operating and then I pass it off to yeah, the, yeah, and it runs the night crew to the... and then the next day I do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why dinner would be better. Yeah. I'm, but, I agree. I'm bad about that, about not... This show has sort of, re, I guess, became that in a way. Like, hey, this is somebody I don't know. But now I, I, I've... I've been pretty careful with the show to not just let it be about who I want. I kind of wanted that, like you said, the universe. I wanted to open it up to people arriving, if that makes any sense. Like, who am I supposed to be talking to? And that doesn't always need to be my choice because the community, I don't know everybody. I don't know all the little stories and the ins and outs and all the good work. So allowing the suggestions to come in that way, it's created a... It's been interesting for me because sometimes I don't know. I mean, like you, I know I know of you and I know about you to a degree, but it's only through just transference of information from other sure. people or, sure. or information I've encountered. But to actually sit down and do this, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people I don't I wouldn't get the opportunity to do that with. Right. 
you know right and and you know even before i came in today but when we talked by way of messages and stuff and you alluded to thinking to thinking of someone else to invite yeah it's not that we're in a it's not that we're in some kind of desert of of good people right um the good people um because there's tons of them of course the ones that the ones that show up or the ones that the ones that work and the ones that are the ones that have done things and things like everyone that came to mind is people I've seen on your board here. Oh, well, that's every the good. Thing, every person yeah. on there is folks who I was like, well, I'm going to tell them this person. Nope. I'm going to tell them this person. Nope. Everybody that I've thought to tell oh, wow. you, there's obvious ones. You know, yeah. uh, your Matt Youngs of the world, right? Right. Your, right, your right. O'Donnells, your yeah. all of those folks. Those those guys are good as gold. All of them. Um, there's 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 tons of people. I I I want to think of someone who's who doesn't receive it. That's right. That's what I was hoping. You know what I told somebody one time? I wanted this, and this is maybe just a, a want. I'm, Sometimes I don't just say that out loud, like I want this to happen. But what I really, one of my great hopes is that people will begin to use this as a um, an award, if yeah. that was to be the way I would say it. Like, oh, you know, there's cool. so many yeah. luncheons where you know somebody gets a piece of glass and acrylic, and it's like thank you for your service or whatever. But I wanted this show to eventually become the kind of thing where somebody's like, hey, this person's uncelebrated. Um, they yeah. need a pat on the back. Yeah, they need a pat they, on the they back. They deserve an attaboy. Yeah, that's right. For for their efforts. Yeah, it's yeah. a great way for them to get to talk about themselves and let people know who they really are. Where does this come from? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like that's that's and being a, uh, you know, uh, as you said, we don't we've not hung out. We don't know each other all that well. But looking at this, that's what I took this as. That's oh, what that's I awesome, that's what man. I felt this as. Like you're not a chosen few, but there's. Like you know, you're you're searching out people who are doing good things and 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 telling people about them. Um, it's just shaking loose the ones that aren't obvious. Yeah, it's just yeah. shaking loose the ones that are behind the curtain or behind you know in the classroom or in the you know the municipal building that right. they handle all this tonnage of stuff and nobody knows it. Right. You know, Mickey Smith. I mean, all the, like every person I see, it's like yes, of course, yes, of course. Yeah. There's lots of people. Um, that you know, uh, of course, I would reach to to the Lyles of the world and the, you know, in the in the in the food industry. But there's there's so many that deserve this. I got know. lucky. Chef Lyles uh, was on here um, for our live show uh, two weeks ago for yeah. the Cast Iron thing. It yeah, was yeah. a lot of fun. I've gotten to interview him a couple of times through the Convention and Visitors Bureau, but I always wanted to have like a little more sure a deep dive. You know, yeah, he's he's. Uh, not not in a cheeky way but he is definitely their golden boy he yeah. is he is he has done well he is a awesome chef he is a a really cool guy um and you know um a really good representative for our area yeah to be able to you know his knowledge base is great his efforts are great he works hard uh you know um so he's he's actually i mean he's i think I think this past trip was his sixth. Oh wow! His sixth trip to do um, out of out of state to cook in a, somebody else's kitchen and all that stuff. I look, I've done it once now, and I can't wait for a phone call. I can't wait to be asked to do that again. That's awesome, man! <laughs> it's so awesome to be able to go share that, to be able to 
you know, to be in a totally different state and people, people, you know, people paid attention and bought tickets to the thing and, and like, were excited <laughs> about meeting me and like tasting what I was going to cook for them. And, you know, whether it's because it's, I'm from Louisiana, whether it's because it's from the, they know the CVB is going to produce a quality situation, whatever. If it was the, the restaurant that I cooked at, they knew that that place was good. So they would have good, whatever it is. It was just amazing. Yeah. You know, we sold out wild huh you know and and to be able to have that kind of situation in front of you um like it's it's there's a lot of unsung heroes that put that stuff together that that you know that make us shine yeah to help us shine all that stuff for sure well you're definitely doing your part to make this area shine i mean for a long long time i mean and just even talking to you today just realizing the integral part that you played in uh my marriage it's so strange i mean i guess it's such a i'm sure everybody's got stories like that but when you to really to put up establishment you know and link it up to your life like that it's kind of cool yeah I, I luckily i've had i've had a good amount of those situations whether it be you know those the 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 love findings yeah. or the or the you know uh, band's first gig yeah, or right the, right you know any of those things um you know we we had such a we 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 do such a variety of stuff that you know it lends itself useful to be a to be a you know a force to be reckoned with thankfully yeah, yeah. You know, for sure so i do have one last question sure. it's on the back of that yellow mug right there which belongs to you by the way oh wow that's awesome i'm a coffee junkie and are these stickers those are stickers man oh my god if you understood how much of a junkie well, i am dude i just load you up with stickers man. i wish i would have known that because <laughs> I, I just recently got a ton made for for the restaurant and the festival stuff i'll i'll, I'll get some over to you oh i'd love to have I them you see obviously junkie. the fish bowl yeah, yeah. is covered in stickers yeah did anything good happen today <laughs> Uh, some some great things happen today. I actually I I am very thankful for you having me on here and very thankful I'm, to have the conversation you. with you. Um, it's it's always good to 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 sit and chat with someone who cares, to sit and chat with somebody who gives a damn and really. I mean, this is this is a a, a really neat scenario. You 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 do that for a living. And then you have this part. This is, this is, I guess, is your fun part for you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's the uh, hard work, I guess. Yeah. You know? uh, and, and look, it, it's fantastic. Um, I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm, the wheels are turning, or and I'm, I'm thinking of all kind of things. We can combine this with festival and stuff. I've had some, some thoughts like that too. We definitely need to have a dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I, uh, the, 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 the quick situation in Lafayette. Um, there's a musician there who's really uh, tied into a lot of old cats. Yeah, <coughs> a lot of the Louisiana Music Hall of Fame guys. You know? Yeah, and. Uh, he wants to do a podcast from you know for that and yeah. so we've talked and we're kind of massaging ideas to do a podcast from the restaurant uh once a month once every two weeks or something yeah. specifically on the subject of you know he's a young cat playing music talking to an old cat who plays yes. music and Great the differences idea. and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so um i would love to work something out where you game and did this 
you know, live on the patio or well, be something cool, man. Effect. Yeah, I, I, I'm. A, I think that's where it's at. I'm, I'm wanting to do. I've been trying new things. We've got the, our live show. We've got these new things called Beacon, where we're going out. We're actually going to be. Well, we have started already doing interviews with people that are not from Southwest Louisiana, doing some Skype interviews. Right. And, uh, great content. I mean, subjects that are relevant to us on maybe like a broader scale that affect us or, and uh, that we just wouldn't really get maybe happening in the local conversation. So it's right. kind of cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tons of fun road trips. We're doing those too. I don't know if you've seen those yet, but we've had mm. where we go out and we actually film, um, do like little mini micro documentaries of the area that cool. we're doing. The, we do the podcast at the location, okay. but then we film, you know, what's going on and cut it in together. It's really right. just trying to jazz it up, man. Making sure span the pod platform, you know, all the while like practicing what you do during the day. Yeah, all, right. It's, all just the the same, it's the same set of skills. It's yeah. just repackaged in a different point in a different thing. Sure. Yeah. Able to able to even show it as a look what we can do kind well, of Well, it's kind of what, you know, it's either spend money on advertising or do this. And I, I think people believe, people smell it. They go, oh, that's advertising. And I'm not trying to trick people with this. I was like, hey, this can actually be advertising, but truth too. Right. If it makes sense. It's oh, like, totally. We'll just do a true thing and that'll be it. And you can see who we are. Right. Truthfully. And if that attracts you and you see what we're doing, then hire us. Right. Or, and if you don't hire us, listen to the show. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's real, real get, simple. You get the real thing out of it either way. So. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Awesome, man. Well, thank right. you for your time. I mean, yeah. dude, we've had a good talk. Yeah. I mean, to have good conversation is a, is a dying art form. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Dave Evans. If you enjoyed our visit, you can help me share more like it by becoming an early riser patron at patreon.com slash find the good news. You can always help by sharing this episode or leaving a kind review. I thank you for your support, but most of all, I thank you for pressing play.